that you're all on camera now. Everybody knows you're here. Now you can't see it. it it's living now. That's right. Facebook Live, YouTube. Mayan, even if no one is here, it's it's brought it's every shear is for the entire world. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's Parshas Tazria Mitsaira. And um, on the Monday night shear we were learning about the uniqueness of the Adam, the name Adam. Adam it says, when it speaks about Negoyim, about the Nega, it says that it's an Adam. It happens to, uh, the Torah introduced with Adam, and we mentioned then that Adam, the Altar Rebbe says, means Ishamayla, a person on a very high level. So this Mimer over here from the Rebbe Rishab, because we learned already all the discourses in the Kuti Torah, on Pashas Tazriya Metzahira. So I chose a Mimer from the Rebbe Rishab in, in, the, in the year Tafresh I and Tess. Um, and over there, in this mimer, he discusses the various different levels of Adam, Ish, Enoish, and Gever. Now there is a Hayoim Yom about this, where it, it gives the, um, the uh, I don't remember, I didn't get a chance to look it up quickly before this year, but it talks about the various different Milois, the different types of names that a human being has. And over there, I think he explains that Adam is the Shlemus of Moichen, person has complete mochen, uh, complete intelligence, which is the m true quality of a human being is the intelligence. So when someone has perfect intelligence, obviously perfect intelligence, which brings about a perfection in their midos as well, that's called an adam. An ish is someone who's got uh, perfection in their midos. Their midos are strong and, and refined and in the right way, holy midos. Um, enosh is weakness is referring to someone who has a deficiency uh, in his midos, maybe in his moichen as well, obviously. Moichen is a higher level than midos. Intellect is higher than emotion. So the person is enosh, enosh is weakness. Gever is the person who is working with his enosh state to fix it. Gever means his gabros. So gever, there's four names to a human being. One of them is gever. So the gever is the person who realizes that he's an enosh. Enosh means he's weak. And that he's the state of his gabros. He's working with himself. He's doing with himself to become a stronger person. So the, 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 um, the gever works with the enosh to make him into an ish and eventually into an adam. Basically to become a real mensch. So this mimer is very, very gishmak in the... the, the, in the Defining this idea, probably that Hayoim Yaim, which is a statement from the Friediger Rebbe, which describes Bekitzer, these four Madregas, is rooted in this Maimer, maybe another Maimarim as well, but. Okay, so the Parsha talks about various different Negoyim, and um, then the Torah talks about someone going bald. The Ish Roishoi. Parshas Tazria, not in Parshas Metzairah, in the first Parsha. It says, Ve'ish ki yomoreit roishoi. 
What is ki imarit roishoi? If a person goes bald, his hair and his head fall, falls out. So this person is hairless. So it says kereyachu, and that person is bald. You shouldn't think that because his hair has fallen out, that will make him tame. It might be an indication that because he's lacking his hair, similar like some other kind of a skin disease, which therefore he should be tame. Pasik is saying no. Ve'ish and a person, ki when his hair falls out, tire he is tire. Now, if you notice, in the beginning of the of the parsha of Negayim, when it talks about introduces the concept of a nega, it doesn't use the term ish. It begins with adam. So, uh, we start with adam, but now we're re- uh, a person has a, a, a has an affliction of a nega, and now suddenly the Torah turns and uses the term ish. So why the change? So basically what the Rebbe is going to explain in the Mimer is that an Adam is supposed to have hair. A person who has reached that, developed himself to the level of being considered Adam is a very, very high level human being. A person like that needs hair. Like Aaron HaKohen had hair on his beard. We make a big deal about Aaron's beard. It's a very, very positive thing. Quite on the contrary, our only access to that great human being is primarily through his hair. And that's the Madrega of Kahanim, Madrega Bi'ikr of Aaron Akayim. That's why the Kahanim didn't have to shave their hair. But then a person who's an Ish, he's not an Adam, for him it's better that his hair falls out. That's why you better all become an, an Adam quickly. Or else then, in other words, for an Ish, it's not good to have hair. Because, because an ish is a person who is, even though he's developed in his midos, he's rectified in his emotions, he has healthy, godly, holy emotions, but because of his moichen being moichen de katnos, because of his intelligence being considered still limited intelligence, uh, immature mind, a little bit of a, his here, which would mean his hashpa. His influence coming through what represents what here represents. We learned it many times that here represents a very minuscule type of a hashpa. That kind of a hashpa can be damaging from a person who's an ish. From a person who's an adam, quite on the contrary, we need to sit around and connect to his here. Simple example that's given in Hasidus in many places is whether you should listen to the simple chatter of a person. When people are talking idle chatter, idle chatter means they're not speaking Torah, they're not speaking wisdom. They're speaking worldly things. So it depends who's the one who's speaking it. If it's the Baal Shem Tov saying worldly stories about horses and wagons, you should pay a lot of attention. We know famous stories when the Maggid came to the Baal Shem Tov and great Sadiqim came, uh, the, the Baal Shem Tov didn't initially reveal big secrets of the Torah to the Holy Maggid. He told stories about horses and hay and uh, straw and all the other things that the horse, and the Maggid was getting very frustrated why the Baal Shem Tov is, he didn't realize, he thought the Baal Shem Tov is an ignorant person speaking about such silly things. He's a Holy Maggid, big scholar. But what the Baal Maggid didn't realize that contained in those what seemed to be silly, idle chatter, simple stories, is really the deepest, deepest secrets the highest and innermost secrets of the Torah. 
So if so, why couldn't the Baal Shem Tov just reveal the secrets? The answer is the Maggid couldn't handle those secrets if it was given directly. It had to be given through these little, through, through the stories, where the stories are considered like hair, because they're coming from him, but they're not the direct flow of wisdom. It's a very minuscule hashba. But if you have people sitting in a bar and they're talking idle chatter, and you go sit down because you want to like be inspired and take this, from people like that, their idle chatter is, useless, is, is silly. Not only that, people are not only sitting in a bar, but just ordinary people, or even if they're smart people, but they're not the Baal Shem Tov, or like huge tzaddikim. And when they speak words, just everyday conversation, there's nothing to learn over there. If they're teaching something, there's something to learn. But if they're not teaching something, they're just stam talking, there's nothing to learn. So that's the idea that the level of here depends on which level we're talking. From an Adam, here is a good thing. From an Ish, his hair can be dangerous. Not only isn't it good, it's bad. That's why the Pasuk is saying, ki Ish, someone who's a level of Ish, ki if he goes bald and his hair falls out, which means he gets rid of the concept of here, we'll soon see what that means in his life. Tahir he, that's good. He's Tahir, he's pure. And that's his level. His level is the level of Tahara, which is interesting. The Levium, are on that level of ish. The Leviim are not called Adam, the Leviim are ish. And that's why the Leviim Taka had to shave their hair in order to be inaugurated into their, into their job as being Leviim. And not only that, it says by the Leviim that you should be metahir them. Which means that which level do the Leviim achieve? They connect to the level of Tahara, purity. But they don't reach the level of Kedusha, which Kedusha is only for Kehana. So it comes out over here. Those that are connected to the transcendental levels of the divine, of the Abishter, like Kehanim, they're plugged in very high, the very high Tzaddikim for them, which, and therefore they're connected to the level of Kedusha. From Kedusha, we need here, because it's too intense. If the energy is flowing from there, not through the here, it will electrocute us. It's too intense. We will blow a fuse, or blow the mind. So we need them to communicate dafka through here. But people, Leviim, that are connected to the level called tahara, pure but not holy, they're very, it's very, very high level, the Leviim, but it's still only the level of tahara. It's not the ultimate transcendental level. By them, the here not only isn't it positive, it's actually negative. Not only is it unnecessary, because they don't have to be mashpia through their hair, they need to be mashpia direct. If they do, if they are being mashpia through their hair, it can be a damaging hashpa. And that's why for them it's actually better that they remove their hair and tahari, that's the level of tahara. That's the conclusion of the mimer. But now he's going to develop this idea, what is the adam enosh ish? And give. So those who want Cholent already, because you learned the Mimer, you can go get it. <laughs> Here we go. We need to understand. How come Dafka over here does it introduce this type of a situation of the person going bold, and the Torah refers to them as Ish? In the beginning of the Parsha of Negoyim, Nemar Adam, it says Adam. An Adam that there will be. 
So how come over here does it say the ish kiyamare, the man, a person called ish? Now in Zoyar it says, There are four levels of human. All four are human, but four levels of human. Enoish, Gever, Ish, and Adam. These four. Like we see Enoish, Anoshim. Gever, we say Gevarim. Ashrei HaGever. Because a lot of times use the word Ashrei. The Pasuk says Ashrei HaGever. Ish, we have all the time. And then we have Adam. So it says like this. Le'elo Mekulu Adam. Higher than all of them is the level called Adam. Which the Adam is the perfect, the level of perfection. Klala. What's his Shlemus? His Shlemus is that he's Klala. He's Koilul everything. He includes everything. What's his inclusion? Male and female. Because when Adam, when Hashem created Adam, he created him as a man and a woman together. And then later he separated Chava to separate her. So what do you see? And then he called them Adam. When did he call them Adam? He called them Adam when he was still a unit of man and woman together. So that shows you that the idea of Adam is an escalalus of opposites. Men are from, are from, are from uh, Mars and women are from, women, men are, what is it? Men are from Venus and women are from Mars or the opposite, the is what it is. So they're two different worlds. And yet, to have one unit that includes both of them together, uh, that's a real shlemos. And that's when you're called Adam. Kumashikasev, we just find this, that Tafka, because of this hiskalalos, of this integration, is what we called Adam. It says in the Pasuk, Zachar on male and female, he, he created them. Adam. He called them together Adam. And later, when it becomes specific, Adam is Adam and Chava is Chava, when it gets specified. But really, it doesn't say Vayikroshmoi Adam, he called his name Adam. He called their name, Adam and Chava, together. He called them Adam. Somebody blessed them. And so the Zaire is saying more. Not only do they achieve the level of Adam only when there is a chiskalalos, when they're integrated from opposite, level, opposite things, but more than that, only when they come together, that's when they get the bracha. Only when there's in a state of shlemus. That's why we know that the real bracha only comes to a person only when they're married. Until the person doesn't get married, there's a, prop, there's a lack of blessing. That's why under the chuppah, when you go under the chuppah, that's when you suddenly we make sheva brachas. Suddenly we bombard the person with blessings. Because the blessing comes when it's an asar shlim, when it's a complete place. And what's an asar shlim? A unit of man and woman. The last b'chasasharya, because the bracha does not dwell in an empty place, ela basar shlim, in a perfect place. Now let's understand something. A reikondiga place doesn't mean a place of a mum chasvashal. That there is a defect. A man himself, a woman alone, doesn't have a defect. When we say shlemus, shlemus can mean a whole, but shlemus can mean more than a whole. It can be perfect. So you can be whole, but not perfect. Perfect is only when there is a perfection of inclusion of everything, man and woman together. This is the level of Adam. A level that is koilel, that includes male and female. Well, that's the highest level from the four, Adam. And below all the levels is Enosh. Is the level called Enosh. Like it says, 
what is an enosh? How do you know that enosh is the lowest form of humanity? Well, when the Malachim complained, why do you make such a big deal about humans? And they said, why create the human? Who did they pick on? They didn't want to say, why did you create an Adam? Because an Adam is very impressive. So what did they say? They said, those, those Anashim, Mo Enosh, who is an Enosh that you should make, that you should, that you should bear him in mind, you should think about him, you should, you should make him important. The Malachim Dafka are, 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 are highlighting the Enosh, that element within the human being that's weak and undeserving for godly uh, because of my because of my lack of, of because of my uh, pain I have in my back um, I usually when I give a shear I give a shear with all my limbs but because I'm a little bit less mobile with all my limbs so I'm using, I'm using my head the whole time I'm shaking my head and I'm just getting a stiff neck so I have to figure out exactly how I'm going to work this year over here. The Hamalach, I can't give a shear uh, uh, just with my mouth. doesn't work. And the Malachim that were Makatrik, that they were um, uh, prosecuting, or they were accusing the creation of man. Omru, they said, What is an Enosh? Even though the Rebbe is asking, what are you talking about? We can't say they only criticize the Enosh element of the human species because they mention right afterwards Uben Adam and the son of man ki, right? Uben Adam ki sifkedenu and the son of man that you should be pokedim, you should uh, remember him. So the Rebbe says that they're not criticizing Adam, they're criticizing Ben Adam. Ben Adam is not Adam. Adam is Adam. Ben Adam is a guy who says, ah, my tate, my zede was, okay, your zede was a tate, was a chassid. And what's his midir? And what's with you? So that's the Ben Adam. The Toysvist Taka makes a chilek. In Toysvist, the Toysvist makes a differentiation. Adam is referring only to the Jewish people. Whenever it says Ben Adam, it refers to all, all, all of humanity. So you see, Ben Adam doesn't carry that unique quality that Adam is. So they would have never criticized Adam when the Malachim criticized. They criticized Enosh and Bnei Adam. Fine, the Adam Koyal Yisrael. Adam is referring to the Jewish people. Adam Atem, you are called Adam. As Chazal say, Atem Kruyim Adam, you are called Adam. U Adam and the Bnei Adam, and U Adam Arishan. These are the children of Adam Arishan. Shebechlal Akum Gamkim, which this includes the Gentile as well. All, all, all people. What's the difference? Okay, so, so what do we see from here now? The highest is Adam, the lowest is... The highest is Adam, and the lowest is... And the lowest is, is Enosh. In between the Enosh and the Adam is the Gever. In between is the Gever and the... Um, and, the, and, the, and, the, and, the and the Ish. The Adam... What's the difference between ish? Now we have ish. What's considered ish? What's the difference between ish and other? The ish, ish means it's a person who's on fire. He's got his fire. He's got ish. Now, when we're dealing with being on fire, we're not. We're dealing with a holy fire. A person is now is is, is has a powerful. We're soon going to see 
He brings an example of this holy fire. He brings a fellow by the name of Benazai. Benazai was burning up for God every moment. When he learned Torah, he was surrounded by a godly fire. But that doesn't make him, that doesn't make him an Adam. It makes him an Ish. So Ish is also a very high Madrega. The Levium were a very high Madrega. They were fiery. But the problem with him is he only has fire. He has passion. He has Ish. He has fire in his Slavos and passion. In that mind. Even though this is a high level. The ish, because ish is not stamp fire. It's, it has a yud inside. Ish yud. And the yud is from Hashem's name. The ish yud. What does that mean? This person is, his neshama is on fire. For what? He wants to cleave to God. He wants to, he wants to connect to Hashem. He wants to, he wants to, to the point like Nadav and Aviyu that wanted to leave their bodies. Problem is, they're one-track minded. They're driven by this fire, and they don't, and they don't, and they don't, they don't have this balance to be able to be driven by a fire. And at the same time, Mamash, what we spoke about on Monday night, you know, when a person has energy of transcendence but doesn't bring it down into daily living. So this is the fire. This fire is. Basically, their fire is out of control. They don't have the balance of water and fire. And chesed and gevura. The Miley is going to explain of the Adam. What did we say Adam? Adam means someone who's behiskalalus. Behiskalalus means they incorporate opposites. And the primary opposites they have to incorporate is fire and water. So the person has a healthy dose of fire, a healthy dose of passion, but they have enough moichen de gadlos, enough broadness of mind, to appreciate and understand that the purpose is not the passion. The purpose is to be motivated by the passion and then actually do something with that passion and, and make a difference in this world. But people that are just caught up in their passion, even if it's holy passion, it's a certain one-track mindedness and that's that deficiency. These are people that are in one kav. Then if so, by the way, if this is the explanation of what Adam is, you can ask a bikasha. Then how could the, the Adam get its saras? If Adam means someone who's well balanced, and therefore Lukhuri, he has the Ratsai and the Shuv, he has the Ratsai, the racing energy of a fire. And the Shuv, how does he get a nega? A nega is, as we said earlier, is an imbalance where your Ratsai is too strong and you're not meticulous. We spoke on the Monday class, you're not meticulous to fill your life with godly content because you're just too excited about what's up there and you're not really so involved with what's happening down here in your everyday decisions, in your momentary, the little moments of life, in the little crumbs of, 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 of expression, you're not so careful. But, but an Adam Luchura should have that. So how come by, by Tzaras it says Adam? And the Alter Rebbe, Alter Rebbe says, the Alter Rebbe says because he's an Adam, that's why he has Tzaras. Because he's in such a high Madrega, so therefore he can come to a state where he has only Ratzai without Shuv. Luchura that, Luchura that contradicts the Indian that he's saying in this mimer, I don't have the answer. It's just a good thing that I'm just noticing right now that I'm asking the question. This is your homework for you to be able to figure out. The Adam, but what's an Adam who is Kalalus? An Adam is a Hiskalalus. What's his Hiskalalus? Cheder. Cheder stands for Chesed, Din, and Rachamim. That's Cheder. In other words, he in, incorporates not just the fire, which is Din. But he also has chesed. He has the water. He has the ability to come down, to channel 
his energy into productive activities, actions, bringing it down into vessels. And also compassion. Chesed din rachmen, which is chesed gevurit teferes, which is all the colors, the unification of all of that. That's Adam. Shazeu tachlis ashleimus, which that's the tachlis ashleimus. Pchines is kalalus, which is the incorporation of everything. Now to prove this idea that the uniqueness of an Adam is that he is skalalus of everything. So earlier he already said that Adam has a skalalus because you see that he includes male and female. Now he's going to show that it's more inclusive. He actually includes everything in the world. Everything in the world is included in the human being. In the one that's called Adam. And Adam is someone who has all of creation incorporated in him. And in the Sefer of us, in the Mishnah of other, the Bryce of other, of us that have Nasan Isa. That an Adam is a small world. Because he includes everything. Everything that Hashem created in the human being, Hashem created in the human. Everything is created in the human being. So the human being has every. Yeah. And that what? And the Ovis that have Nasan goes through. It says there are rivers. And a human being has blood, the arteries, that's the rivers. Uh, there are forests in the world. The human being has, has hair, that's your forest. And so on and so, on and so forth. Every, everything that there is in the world is also in, uh, in what's it called again, in the, in, in the human. V'amroi Adam. But what, it's interesting. When, they, when Chazal say that the human being incorporates the entire world, they don't say it about ish. They don't say it about enosh. They use the term adam, because dafka, the element of adam, is really the one that has this. This, this is kalos. Shah adam, dafka, the adam, who shekalol, he is the one. In other words, not the human species in terms of just human, the human being, uh, someone who's born from a human mother and a human father. I'm talking about that, not a bneha adam. I'm talking about someone who's on a level of adam. They include everything. They include everything inside of them. And Adam Arishan that was created. It's interesting. Uh, he, he probably means Adam Arishan Shenivra directly by Hashem. So what is he called? He's called Adam. The Loy Ish. Why is he not called why is he called Adam, not Ish? Because Adam is the perfect human, the human that incorporates all of existence. And when God created man, God created the perfect man. Later we fudged and we botched up and we couldn't produce, we couldn't reproduce the perfect man. Until Moshiach comes and he'll be again back, the Adam. But until then, we're, we're still levels of Ish. Um, now, the second generation already lost the level of Adam. Because when, when, when Cain was born, what did Chava say when she named him? Konisi Ish Esalukim. I partnered with God to create an ish. Oh, she doesn't say I created an Adam. She herself realized that what she produced is not a replica of Adam Arish, of the creation of God. No, we've lost it. Adam was an Adam, and Cain is an ish, not an Adam. And take it further, you'll say, okay, because Cain was a sinner, he was a murderer, okay, fine. No, 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 no. How about Noyach? Many, many, many years later, and he's the tzaddik, he saved the world. It says, Noyach ish tzaddik. It doesn't call him Adam. That means even Noyach, who was a tzaddik, never came back to Adam. The Bekayin, Ksiv Bekayin, it says, Ksnisi ish. Ube Noyach, Nemar, and by Noyach it says, 
ish tzaddik, he was an ish tzaddik. Actually, by, by, by Avram Avinu, it says, Adam Hagadol Ba'anakim, the giant Adam. That's what it says. By Avram, it says Adam. Generally, and that's why the Jewish people, children of Avram Avinu, again are called Adam, Atam Kriyam Adam. We're called Adam. Relative to Levium, Kahanim. But in, within the Jewish people in general, the, the Yidden are called Adam. Um, why is it that Adam was created as an Adam? Because when the Abishta created the world, he created the world in a perfect state. That's what the Gemara says. The world was created in its perfect state, and later damage was done to it. But essentially, the world was in its perfect state. That's why the human being was created in the perfect state. When he was created, he was an Adam. Okay, so now what do we have? That you see from here that Adam is included male and female, that you see from the Pasuk. From the Ovis to Rabnasan, we see that Adam includes all creatures that there is in the world, all, not all creatures, all creations. But it's still what kind of creations? The physical creations. Now he's going to bring the Medrish, adding something more. Not only does the human being include within himself all the physical creations, like I said earlier, the forests, the rivers, the oceans, the, all the animals, it's all creates, all going, but the human being also incorporates the spiritual realms. The malachim and the like, they're also in the human. So the human is the motherboard that includes all of existence. He brings that. In Medrash it says, that the human being is, is, is kalul from the upper and the lower. So that there shouldn't be a kina, there shouldn't be an envy and a jealousy in my seberatius in the work of creation. Because one day Hashem created uh, light, which is from the heaven. The next day Hashem Yikavu Amayim, that's on the earth. So the next day He created, the Medrash keeps saying every day God created one day from up in the heavens, the other day on earth. And then there would be an imbalance if an Adam would be either one. So what did Hashem do? He created the Adam, including the upper and the lower. And then the Medrash goes on to say how the human being has elements of above, spiritual elements, and elements from below, physical elements. Which this all leads us to the idea that the human being, the one that's called human, Adam, he includes everybody. And even more than this, when God created the man, his body is created to be the lowest. He's now going to differentiate between the body of the human being and the body of all other creatures. Our human body is the lowest form of physicality possible. Animals also have a body, but their body is more refined than our bodies. A human being has a task on hand to take this very, very, very coarse body. That's what we find interesting. Behema and Chayas don't have such tumma that a human being has, susceptible to tumma. An animal never becomes tummy when he's alive. When he's dead, a carcass of an animal is tummy. There's no tumma to a, an animal. A human being's body is always susceptible to tumma. This happens, that happens. There's always tumma. Why? The human body is lower than every other body. If so, why did the Abish to give the human being such a low body? The answer is because the Abish to gave him such a high soul. And the, it's no kunz for a neshama to rectify a halfway rectified thing. Not a big deal. 
I'm going to give you some really, really rough material, and I'd like you to fix that because you, because you can take on the challenge. So he's going to develop the idea that the Alter Rebbe develops in a Mimer and Bereshis, that the human being is an interesting creature. Mitzad his neshama, he's the highest of his high. And Mitzad his body is the lowest of the low. It's like the famous letter where the Friedrich Rebbe says that chsidim dafka have coarse bodies. That means other people, don't, not, not, those who don't have chassidus were not created with such coarse bodies. Chassidim, dafka, it's a famous dafka letter. Abraham created dafka, the chassidim, with the most difficult children. And their bodies are like impossible. And boom, 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 boom. And, da, and the Abraham dafka wanted. Why? That dafka comes in neshama and takes such a dark body and so on and so forth. And if you have chassidus, you have so much more empowerment. So therefore, you've got to deal with a much bigger Yitzhahara. With a much... So that's the difference also with the animals. The animals, he explains, that their bodies are not doimeim. You know, there are four different types. There's the mineral, the domain, there's the tzemeach, there's vegetation, there's chai, animal, and there is human. Four levels of creations. Doimeim, tzemeach, right? There is doimeim, tzemeach, chai, and medaber. So it's interesting. Animals are chai, but that's their nefesh. Their body, we would think, is doime. It's a carcass. When they die, it's a dead carcass. No. They're, 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 their bodies are tzemeach. And tzemeach, is an, tzemeach means a vegetation, a plant. A plant is a more edeler creature. It has more, anything that has more chayus is more edel. A tzemeach has a little more of an edelkite, a little more of an elegance than, than a doime, than an inanimate, than a mineral, than a stone. Animals have a certain elegance to them. Their bodies, in what sense? Because when the Abishta created the first animal, the animal was created together with their soul. And more than that, it says they grew out from the ground. They were, Hashem didn't make it from the earth. The earth sprouted forth nefesh chaya. So that just like plants and vegetations. So it's interesting, think about it. And you know, if you think about it this way, when the earth gave forth trees, grass, think about it, the earth gave forth trees, Grass, flowers, wheat, monkeys, elephants. These are all plants. It's just that in addition to them being plants, the Abishter upgraded them with a nefesh that they should be a higher level and be a high. But mitzad their bodies, they're already plant. When the Abishter created the human body, he didn't tell the earth, sprout forth a body. It didn't grow out like a tzimeach. The Abishter took the mud itself the earth itself, and turned it into a body. The Abishter made the human being from dead earth, his body. So you see that the human body is lower, but the human soul is the highest. So again, you see that in Adam, you have a scalalus. You have the vast, the vast extremes coming together. And that's a human. The human ability has to be able to be, the concept of a human is to be, be able to be balanced. And when people are extremists in any kinds of extreme streams, that's an ish. It could be fiery. That's not Adam. The, the quality of Adam is the ability to be able to be in the center. So now, um, the Shari Balachayim, because the other Balachayim, are gufam benafsham their, their goof and their nefesh is tzoymeach, the vegetation and the, an, and the animal. The nafsham b'chinas chai, 
their nefesh is bechinas chai, the gufam bechinas semeach, and their body is semeach. Like it says, that the earth should give forth nefesh chaya, living soul, that the earth is giving forth. And when they grew up, they, they, were, they, they were created already as full, complete, full-fledged creatures in their full height. I don't know why this proves this idea that they're tzimeach, the fact that they were created in their full, full growth. And if they were created small, like a plant also grows, it's first small and it grows big. And why is this a proof to this idea that they, I'm not exactly sure. And the human who is not a Tzemeach, is a Daimim, was also created as a 20 year old man. He wasn't created as a baby. So I'm not exactly sure what, this, uh, what he wants with this Indian. The Adam, but the Adam, but the human being, Gufai Hu Daimim, his body is Daimim, mineral. As it says clearly, that the Abishter formed the man, earth from the ground. And only afterwards, the Abishter blew into his nostrils the soul of life. This is already the higher, or the human, a human soul. And the Altareb explains over there, in that mind, this idea. He asked the question, why is the Adam different to him? Basically, the alter, the, the, he's, he's emphasizing this idea that he mentioned earlier, that the human being is the upper and the lower. So, from his neshama, he's on the highest level. From his body, he's on the lowest level. Is explained elsewhere. The human being includes all the madregas from the highest levels and the lowest levels. Not only that, he's going to add another thing. The human being also has a capacity of having all different types of emotional uh, experiences. A human being is multifaceted in his emotional capacity. Animals are not that way. They're animals that exhibit uh, 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 characteristics of compassion or, or generosity and kindness, and they are animals that display uh, characteristics of cruelty. And, 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 and when an animal, and those, those species that are cruel are always cruel. They don't have the capacity of compassion. All creations, yes, there's a lotion of the Rambam. They have one poil, one, one effect that they do. Or they do two things. A person can do many different, different things. Right? A person can switch careers in a certain point in their life. They're doing one thing, then they can do something completely different, and we do something different. It's like, it's like they have capacity, a very broad range of capacity of different things. As explained by the Alter Rebbe and the Mimer and the beer of Ahena Fakayim. And this is why we say that in, in, in the spiritual realms as well, which level is referred to as Adam? In the, in the sublime levels of godly, of godly emanations, there's lots and lots and various levels upon levels. Which level is called Adam? The level called Adam Kadmon. 
primordial man, that's called Adam. Why do we call Dafka Adam Kadmoin Adam? The answer is, Adam Kadmoin is an initial snapshot of everything that's going to be. It's the Machshava Echad. It's the one thought that is koilil all levels, everything in it. All Malachim, Srafim, Maifanim, Chayis, HaKodesh, all the way down to the things, Netzalim, all the way down to the Keser, all the way down to this physical stone. Everything, all of time and space, and all spiritual space, and everything from the beginning, it's all nichlal in Adam Kadman. Since Adam is the madrega of his skalalus, skalalus means integration, incorporating everything, that's why Adam Kadman is called Adam. Adam Kadman, Adam Kadman, is called Adam. She'en shum partsif nikra Adam. There isn't any configuration that's called Adam, rak Adam Kadman, only Adam Kadman. Because this is the first primordial thought. That includes the entire Ishtalshalas. And all the opposite Madregis and Echlolim, Kulam Bashvad, are all equal included in Adam Kadmin, as stated elsewhere. And that's why it's Adam, because Adam means Shubchenes Eskalalos. This is the Eskalalos that incorporates everything. The concept of Ish is already is chalkus when things get divided into something specific. And once you're dealing with specification, one thing is individual. It's only this and it doesn't have, it's not my, it's not my department. You come to someone in Ish and you ask him to do something that what, is something outside of his box, he says, it's not my department. Go speak to someone else. That's an Ish. And Adam, he can, uh, he can, yeah, he's, he's the right man for everything. And so it is Apikabalam. The issue Pchenes Nekuda, the level called Nekudais, the dots, when godliness is expressing itself as one intense sphera, one intense Indian, that's called the Nekuda. And Adam Pchenes parts of. Adam is when there's a configuration. A configuration is when there's a bunch of spheres coming together to form a, to form a unit, it's called an Adam. Even though we said before Adam Kadman is called Adam, but within Atzilus, for instance, we say that the entire Esosphere is together is called Adam. Why? Because it's a parts of. Parts of us, a configuration where they're all integrated one with each other. By the way, this is part of what we're saying is the void of Sphira Sa'imer. Sphira Sa'imer is that we have to become an Adam. Because the Abishta is going to give the Torah to who? Torah is called Adam. Torah is called Zaisa Torah's Adam because Torah is also Behiskalalus. The Torah includes in itself Gevura and Chesed, Eish and Mayim, every kind of subject, every single thing, spiritual elements, physical, Torah is everything. It's Hakol Boy. And therefore it can only be given to someone who's an Adam. But when we went out of Mitzrayim, we were still on a level of Behemah. And we needed to, or Ish if anything, and we needed to work our way up to be an Adam. Sphira Salimer is what do we work on? We work on creating balance in all of our emotions. It's not just about fixing the individual emotion, it's about creating symmetry and synchronization between the emotions and harmonizing the human being as a complete unit. The parts of to include the riboy, all the differences, all the details, all come together. Like the concept of toyu and tikkun. So what do we say? What's the, what's the difference between Toyu and Tikkun? In Toyu, there's only extremes. This, that, 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 that primordial world that the Abishnah initially emanated, 
in which we say when the Ebishter created the world that the worlds, he was a boyna oilam oilam The Ebishter created the worlds and he destroyed them. So in Hasidus it explains, before Hashem created our world, the, the, the Medrash says, God created the world and he destroyed them. Hasidus says it doesn't mean that there were physical worlds that Hashem created and then he, and then he, then he blasted them. That's not what he did. In Hasidus it explains, this is referring to the element of Hashem emanating spheroids, attributes, but the attributes couldn't handle the light, and they were too intense, and also they clashed with each other. And because they clashed with each other, they exploded. And then Hashem created a new set of kalim, of spheroids. And over here, He already balanced everything to work in a way of harmony. And that's Olam Atikun. What's the difference then between Toyu and Tikun? In Toyu, everybody is doing their own thing. There is no consideration of something other than what it sees. Toyu is one track minded. And Tikun is the ability of Iskalalos. The Toyu, Ubchenes Nekudais. And that's why it says in Kabbalah that in Toyu, the spheroids were all Nekudais. They didn't align themselves as a parts of, as a configuration. Chesed, Gevura, Teferis in the middle. It was Chesed, below it Gevura, below it Teferis. And each one stood on their own. And each one was intolerant of anything else. It couldn't to- tolerate anything else. Shehem is Chalkos. That's why it was in Ischalkos. Vitikun Ubchenes Ischalalos. And Tikun is Adam. And that's Ischalalos, an integration of everything together. Kamoikein Betikun. And the same is also in Tikkun itself, there is Ish and Adam. So what's the Ish? The Ish is the Toyu in Tikkun. In, in Tikkun, there's still remnants of Toyu. There's still the idea. And that is in Tikkun itself, there are extremists. And we're living in a world of Tikkun, and yet there is such extremism in this world. Intolerance. But these are all still connected to Toyu. So in Tikkun, there is Upchenas Ish va Adam. There is Ish and Adam. Vezawah Hafesh gives an example. Uh, I'm saying even in Kedusha, it's not just in Chas Shalom. you say, the Shvira Sakelim and it creates extreme elements in the world, but even in Kedusha, in the Olam Atikun, there is Ben Azai. Ve'er ben Ben Azai Rebbe Akiva. The difference between Ben Azai and Rebbe Akiva. Both of them were, they lived at the same period, they were both tremendous Talmudic scholars, very big tzaddikim, but Ben Azai was just one ball of fire. His name Azai means intense. He was an extreme, he's very intense. And he didn't have any calmness to him. That's why he never got married, because he couldn't tolerate a woman. He just wanted to learn and, and connect to God, not have any distractions. And when he learned, and when he went up, and when he went into Pardes, he started learning the secrets of the Torah, he, uh, he passed out, he died. Because he just didn't, he didn't restrain himself. He was just one, one track. The Ben Ben was fire. At the time when he was darshaning all the there was a fire that was burning around him. He was in a state of rotsai, racing towards the Yebushter. The Ben hits its amaze. Ben glanced, he looked higher, 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 and he was so pleasurable and so delightful, he just died in the ecstasy of that experience, the same like Nodav and Aviyu. And that's called one track minded. And Bechlali says everything that's in a Kav Echod, only in one, not in two, is always Ratzai. Which is a strange thing because you can say, I understand Kav Echod is one Kav. What's the Kav? One Kav is Chesed, the other Kav is Gevura. 
So we would think, I understand, Gvura is what? Is Ratzai. If, especially if you have no water and you have no water to dose the fire. So the fire is burning and you have nothing to cool it down and to settle the fire down. It's Ratzai. It's like, wow. But I would think that if you're extreme Chesed, you're extreme giving, 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 and bringing, channeling down, then what? That's not, that's not Ratzai. But the MS is that that's also a form of Ratzai. Because Ratzai means you're not, you're not, considering, you're not considering the Kali. You're, 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 you're just, you're intense. You're not considering. And when you're just giving, 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 you're overwhelming the Kali too. The Chesed needs to pull back. So when it's just Chesed without Ratzai, it's, it's again an Indian, it's, I'm sorry, it's just Chesed without Gevura. That too is an Indian of Ratzai. So it's, it's racing into yourself and not, that's what I think. I mean, obviously this can be explained in many ways. The whole Shebebchen is Kav Echod, and everything that's in a Kav in one Kav, It's not Ratzai, because not every Kav is Ratzai. But it's Bebchenas Ratzai. Because the union of being in one kav means you're taking yourself very seriously. So that's an union of gavura. You're, you're, you're intense in yourself, whatever that intensity is. It can be an intensity to give, but that too is, is an intensity, so it's an union of gavura. It's an isgabrus of one union. Rebbe Kiva entered in peace. The Yatsa Bishalim, and he exited in peace. He went both ways. He entered into the... He has the eskalalus. He has that perfect blend of tikkun. That's the level of Adam. Now he adds already this idea, which we didn't have till now. He said Adam is eskalalus, but now he's giving the reason of the eskalalus. What creates this integration in the Adam? What creates the integration in the Adam is the fact that he Adam is the quality of moichen of intelligence, of the mind. And the, the, the mind, when you add seichel, you add intellect to your experience, that's what creates the tolerance and the blending. When you allow the midas to just operate on their own fuel, and you're not tempering them with moichen, you're just allowing the midas to like run their own course, even if they're good midas, they, they go out of, like a fire, it goes out of, it goes out of control. Because what are midas? Midas, the, the root of a midah is the I. I want. I'm excited. And therefore, it's, a, it's subjective. And therefore, it's, it's, and that I can just get too intense. It's the intensity of the I. Moichen is what? Is bitl. What's moichen? Moichen is I need to consider the reality. It's not about me. It's not what I would like it to be. <laughs> I have to consider what's, what's, that, what's, the, what's the difference between an intelligent person and an emotional person. And an intelligent person, in every situation, wants to relate to the, to the situation based on the facts. What are the facts? And based on that, we're going to decide what to do. An emotional reaction is not about the facts. It's about how I want to, uh, how, this, how this pokes me. And that's how I'm going to react to it. I want it to, my, my reaction to it can be the most unhealthiest reaction. I can be just making things much worse, but this is my reaction. It's a very unhealthy reaction. So, what the moichen do is the moichen make you make you make you make you be mavatel your eye, mavatel yourself. It's not about you. Let's, what's 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 the facts and what's the right approach? You mavatel yourself. Oh, and then you realize I need I need to create a certain yemin mekareves, 
I need to like create a certain right approach over here where I'll have both together. So the moichen allows the iskalalus of the midas. That's why Svira Sa'imer, the way we do Svira Sa'imer, it's not just a tikkun in the midas. We say Hayoim Yoim. Today is the day. And Yoim Yoim means we're, lo- we're, we're shining light from the intellect, from the intelligence, because the, the moichen are called, are called Yoim, day. We're shining the light of the seichel onto the emotions. That the emotions should not be natural emotions, the emotions should be intelligent emotions, informed emotions. And when the emotions are informed and intelligent emotions, they coexist with each other, they harmonize, and they work with each other, as opposed to them being extremists. This is the called broad This creates, this is what we create a greater human being, a broad person. The ish, ish, I saw an interesting thing. Someone sent a. Today is the today was Yom Ha'atzmaot. So uh, you know, the, the from religious world has a um, you know we there is a, a like how how do we relate to this? Obviously, uh, the whole founding of the state of Israel and so on and so forth, and its thing was was is not was not done with people that were considering the Torah as their guide to life. That's a fact, right? Everybody knows. So now, how do we relate once there is already a Medina and a so on and over? Saif Kalsaif, Jews are in Eretz Yisrael and they're in a protected place. And to... So, obviously, there's different opinions across the, the Jewish world and the religious Jewish world. But um, it's interesting that someone wrote something very gishmak about, about, let me just open this up a minute here. It was in the California. Let me find it. It was a so gishmak. How the Rebbe... The Rebbe's Indian in, hold on, let me just find it. Oh, here it was. He said, when the Rebbe, for instance, he says like this, Misha Bama Oilam someone who came from the world of Torah, Nidlak, right? Someone that came from, 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 from the world of Torah, went on fire from seeing the Rebbe as a genius of geniuses. You learned Lakute Sichas, you learned, you heard a Sicha, you heard him, you're like, where, you're like the, the genius of the Rebbe. Someone who, someone, someone who came from Hasidus, from the Hasidic world, who appreciated Sitkis, a Tzaddik, a holy Yid, uh, was, 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 was captured by the Rebbe being a Rebbe, by him being a, you know, a Baruch HaKodesh, and so on, a Tzaddik, Kodesh HaKadoshim, holy of holy. Someone who came from the world of Kanoyas. What's the world of Kanoyas? The world of zealots. Someone who came from Meshaarim and Natir Karta type of a guy. And he examined the Rebbe a little bit. He was able to connect to the Rebbe because he saw the Rebbe was very, very intolerant. In, in the, the Rebbe was a very big Kanoyi against, against the fundamental ideas of Zionism and the like. Extreme in his, in his Kanoyish kind. So he was drawn to that Indian. Um, the Rebbe was so against the concept of Ischalta de Giyula, the beginning of the redemption through the Zionistic uh, thing. And the Rebbe, against the chain, come on, much more than the Aguda, much more than any. Those who came from the base Medrash of the Mizrahi, from Rav Kook and these people, they were blown away and captured by the Rebbe's Avas Yisrael, that he loved everybody 
and he loved these very Zionistic soldiers, and and he was able to be makar of everybody, and 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 also the 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 the, the leaders of Medinat Yisrael that would come to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe would show them such kiruv and love, and he was blown away by the Rebbe's ability to connect and to and to reach out, right? Obviously, Yisrael, uh, and the Rebbe's tremendous, endless love to Eretz Yisrael. So you realize this guy is seeing the Rebbe's love to Eretz Yisrael and so on. This guy is seeing the Rebbe's kanoyis, that he's such a kanoy. He's seeing the Rebbe as the being biggest lambda. This guy is seeing chassidus and holiness. And, uh, and, 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 and so these are, it's, just, it's very interesting, the, this, 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 this kuloi boy, because that comes from Moichen de Gadlos. The Moichen de Gadlos is able to incorporate such broadness to have a human being that can, that is able to like, each, whenever the right reaction needs to be the right reaction, that's the reaction. It, you can't define him. You can't say, oh, the Baal's Rebbe is a Kanoi. You can't say that. He was Kanoi. when Kanoi kite was needed. When love was needed, obviously Yisrael. Of course, Oyvi Yisrael, that, that you could say. No. But it didn't, but when it needed to, to rebuke, he rebuked. You have a complete, never overlooking anything. It's that broadness. That's called Moichen de Gadlas. Not stuck in any Indian. Okay, as he says, the ish, he says, Upchenas Midois. Ish is primarily the ish. Ish. Moichen akam. Fire, that's the emotions. And even though in ish there's also moichen, because an ish, someone who's an ish also has a brain. So he also has moichen. But it's Pchenas Katnos. His moichen is a is 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 narrow mindedness. That's why he operates in a state of his chalkos, each midah individually. But the level of Adam, the godless, is broad. And that's why he's very broad and very all encompassing and all incorporated. And this also explains the Adam is Gematria 45. What is the quality? And we know one of the names of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, equals if you do the Miloy, the Miloy of Alephs, you fill the letters with Alephs, you get 45. Aleph, yeah? Shema. And we know that that name of the Abishter is the name that is the, is the, the Neshama of God that dwells in Olam Atzilos. And in, through all the spheroids, it fills all the spheroids. Of Atzilus, that's Shema, the name we say it in Pasach Elio. We say Shema the Oirach Atzilus. It's the passageway, the, the highway, the highway of light, of godly energy that flows through all the spheres. Is what is called Shema, the name of 45. Why? Because what in order for it to be, what's Oilam Atzilus? Oilam Atzilus is the perfect configuration of his scholars. The Abishter's emotions as they all come together in a perfect harmony to rule the world or to conduct the affairs of the world in a perfect, synchronized, harmonious fashion. And that energy to take these distinct, intense spheroids. You have spheroids HaChesed and spheroids HaGvura. These are two opposite forces. And to be able to harmonize them, that's through this moichen, this, this power of moichen that comes through. Shema, the name of 45. We said before, Moichen is bittel. It's not about me. It's, Amma means, what am I? It's not about me. It's about the MS, about the truth. 
So the power of Ma, of Bittl, flows through Atzilus and harmonizes everything. And that's Adam. Adam, who ha- Adam is someone who has that Indian. That's why the shame Ma, what does shame Ma do? It makes an iskalalus of chesed and gavurah, and all the other spheroids, but the ikr, the two extreme opposites of chesed and gavurah. And that's why it says in Pasukaliyo, inside, the inner energy, the word melagav means inside, melabar means outside. So melagav is what ishema. Inside is the name of ma. The oirach atzilus, this is the energy, the flow of atzilus. This is the shema of tikkun. That binds and attaches all the esospheroids. As it says, You are the one who's mekasher them, who com- com- connects them, and unifies them. You're the one. Ant. And who's the ant? That's the, the esospheroids, because the esospheroids on their own they are separated madregos. And they're opposite one from each other. And then there is that simple, undefined energy of God called the Kav, that, that, that emanation of, of, of straight a line of the Abishter's light of Oirinsoy. This ties them and unifies them. And that's why we say the this is the pathway of Atzilus. Shahakav, the kav, who derech, this is the way, Shaboy Nimshacha Oirein Saif Ba'ilamois. The Oirein Saif comes through into the world, and the Oirein Saif is the Abishter himself. He unifies all the spheroids together. Ekamoya derech agadol, like a big, it's called Oirach, it's like a path. But this is like a major thoroughfare, a major highway. Shahoy lech me'ir le'ir, that goes from city to city. But it's one central road that you can exit over here, you can exit over here, you can get off the thousands of exits. But it's one, and what does it do? It goes across the, you have the 10 freeway, it goes across the entire United States, from coast to coast. It ends, ends in Jackson, Florida, Jackson. And it goes over here, it begins in Santa Monica. From Montreal, coast to coast. In between them, this is one connector. You can get off here, there, 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 but it's one road that connects the whole thing. So the same thing, this one singular energy of God, of the Oirin Saif, flowing through all the spheres, it's feeding every sphere individually, but it's keeping it all together because it itself is still simple and undefined and it has the ability to unify everything. In the places that are around it. The Kav is called the, the way of God. In which the Oirin Saif flows. And in he says, the kav is like a tsinor, like a pipe. That's drawn from the oirin And like a great pipe. A major, major, major uh, pipe, or what do they call it? A, a, uh, a waterway, what is it called? A, um, um, no, they have these special names for them when they're in... Uh, you see them sometimes when you're driving like through the, the desert area, they have these... These um, canals, or whatever they call it. Anyways, that's coming from the river. The Mahanor Atzmoi, from the river itself, you can't take little vessels, little cups, and go to the river itself. The river is just too intense. You create a tzinor, a pipe, that comes from there. 
אך מהצינור הגם שהמים כבר נסמצו בו גם כן. Now the tzinar itself, even though the water is already far, far less than from the gushing river, but nevertheless, גם כן, אי השלום על הסקלם, you can't yet fill small little vessels from the pipe. רק שנמשוכם צנוירס קטנם. Then you have little pipes that go out from the main pipe, שמהם מסמלם הקלם, which just fills the קלם, שסביבו that are around it. כמוי כן הקו, the same is also the קו, הוא הצינר הגודל, this is the great pipe. הנמשך מאוירין סויף, that's drawn from the אוירין סויף, וממנו, and from it נמשכם צנוירס קטנם, come out small little faucets, לכל ספירה בפרט, to every ספירה individually. והקו עצמוי, but the קו itself, even though this kav is feeding Chachma, it's feeding Bina, and it's feeding Chesed, and it's feeding Gavur, it's energizing all the spheroids, but it itself cannot yet be defined by any of these definitions. It's still simple, and because of its simplicity, it can unify everything, because it's still pre, pre-definitions. Hagam is Galus Prati, Now even though we know, compared to a higher level, of the Esser Spheroids that are Genuzais. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this very quickly because we can get schlepped over here and we're going to lose the Mimer because of getting into this Indian. And I don't want to do this. But in Hasidus, we speak about many levels. So Esser Spheroids manifest in Atzillus. But there's something called the Esser Spheroids Agnizois, the Esser Spheroids that are in there, still hidden in their source, in the Abishter himself. So the Kav, being that the Kav is what's carrying the energy to the Spheroids, you have to say that in the Kav already, there is already the potential for Chachma, the potential for Bina, because it's but, and it's already more of a pronounced potential than the Esospheros when they're still Gnizos in their Matzilan. Matzilan is like the river itself, the emanator, the ocean itself. Over there, there's also Esospheros, but there it's so benign, it's as if it doesn't exist. In the Kav, they, they already, the Esospheros are already more pronounced that's why he says, look at that. It's considered a specific hisgalus, compared to the Esospheros Over there, everything is totally unified and totally mixed. And the Kav is already an expression, which is a very strange thing. The Kav is Sphiros Proteus? Yes. Why? A line, what are we using? We're using the term for kav, we're using a line. And when you look at a line, what's a line? A line is made up of a bunch of dots. A bunch of dots. You start first with one dot. When you start creating a line, what do you do? You made one dot. When you're pulling the pencil, you're making another dot. Another, another dot. You're making dot, dot, dots, and dots, and dots. And that's together. But there are dots that are done. The fact that the kav is made up of a bunch of points... Since the kav is made up of a bunch of points, is a sign that the kav already has within it individual spheres. Each point is another sphere. And that's why later, when the kav comes down, at a certain point, you know, I'll give an example to understand this. In the menorah, there was the center bar. And but from the center bar came out the six on the, the six side pipes. Each place where the menorah hit the side pipes, there was a ball, a, 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 a kaftar, a knob. And the idea being is that the fact that it's a, at this place feeding into individual pipes is a sign that in this moment the chachma and the bina of it is highlighted. At the next place the chesed and the gavura is highlighted. 
That's why it's it's bolder over here. It's there's a shinoi in the in the kav itself at these places because over here it's feeding. That's related to this idea that I'm saying that the kav is made up of nekudas, and each nekuda is another point. But the mere fact that these nekudas can stand so close to each other and be totally attached, it's on the one hand dot dot dot, but it's not separated dots like in Toyo where each dot stands on its own. These dots are one continuum flow is a sign that even though there is on the one hand we're saying it's already a, a shoyresh for individual spheroids, but on the other hand it is still so abstract and so clean and so essence that it's not yet in any way clashing with the other sphere. Quite on the contrary, this is the source of the har- harmony between all the spheres. It's nishnegeya so much right now for the getting to the depth of this Indian, but I think I've, uh, in a short, in a short little, given you the the, the concept. from points. which are the individual spheres. The the spheres are still in a state of pshitos of simplicity. and that's why it's nekudos. The nekudo who pshitos. See, it's not yet a design, it's only a dot. What's, what's the dot? The dot is showing that it's still poshet. It's not yet, it doesn't have any, it doesn't have any figure yet. But the chiddush of these nekudais are, that these are the nekudais, but the nekudais when they're all unified. It's not like the nekudais of toyu, where you have chesed, gevura, each one, but they're not like a line. They're not connected one to each other. And it's interesting. The reason Hasidus gives that in the world of Toyu, the spheres were so intolerant of each other was because every sphere was the essence of the sphere. And the essence of the sphere can't live, can't give any tal- can't tolerate the other one. So what are you seeing? That sometimes pshitus and essence causes his chalkus, causes what? Clashing, intolerance. But, so, so the Rebbe is really saying that there's two types of pshitas. Now again, to understand the depth of it, I don't understand it. I didn't study it, and I don't know it. But I hear at least what he's saying, that there's two types of pshitas. There is the pshitas and the essence of the sphera that highlights its character, even though it's the essence of that character. And therefore, this sphera and the other sphera are intolerant of each other. These spheras. Clash and they're intolerant of each other, and then there's a form of essence of pshitus of spheroids, precisely because they're pashat, they're not yet spiced with their individual spice, they're able to work together, and that's the chiddush of the kav. In toyu, it's the essence, but the essence that's causing them to clash. Here, it's the essence, but the essence in a manner where it's so maybe, maybe this is because this is still pre toyu. This is a level of essence of pshitas that's before the pshitas of Tayo, in which there, I mean, there, there must be a lot on this. In Tayo, in the world of Nekudais, they're, they're in a state of Pirut, This is that the Kav is from the Nekudais, and Boi Pchenas is Achtos, they're in a state of his Achtos of unification. That's why it's a line. It's not just a Nekuda. It's a line made of nekudas. It's attached nekudas. Sheyesh by beis in yonim and has two opposites. Pchinis nekudas, the nekuda, which the nekuda emphasizes 
that it's one specific Indian. It's chesed. It's, but, but also, bepchines pshitus. It's also the, the pshitus, the, the, the simplicity. I'm sorry. It's pchines nekudais, bepchines pshitus. It's the nekudais which emphasize it's still pashat. It's not yet a design. But also, in general, it's a kav. They're all unified. Okay, I don't want to lose everybody. It's dafka these deep canyons when you're learning this mimer in a six-week course in yeshiva. It's it's good to learn this very very deeply and understand it very thoroughly. But if you're trying to learn it in uh, the context that we're learning now, and we get so lost in this, it becomes uh, sometimes a turn-off to Hasidus because you walk away and like it's just too much. So let's let's try to keep the nekuda. The nekuda is that the kav is still very much a simple, undefined, pure energy, but at the same time it's also serving as the beginning of individualized things, and that's why it's it's able to create a harmony amongst individual elements. That means even after the spheroids become full-fledged spheroids, it's able to harmonize them. It's able to harmonize them because in essence the kav is still higher than all the individual opinions. It's still simple, godly light, it's still higher than individual. But it can relate to them and harmonize them because he's also the beginning of their, of their individuality. Sometimes someone is such a... Yeah, there's two types of people that are, king, that, are peace, that are peaceful people. There's a guy who's so peaceful, they never ever fought with, with anybody, never fought with a mosquito. Never fought with any entity or any being in the world. This person can't be a peacemaker. The reason why he can't be a peacemaker because he can't relate to any. He doesn't. But then there is a level of of, of someone who's shyach to a fight. He's shyach to different opinions. He's shyach to arguments, and yet he doesn't. He, he's always able to facilitate the argument and work out the two sides and compromise and come it together. So the kav has to have within it these two inyanim. If the kav would be just pure, pure, pure pshitos then it wouldn't be able to affect the level where the spheres are, individual spheres, and harmonize them. So therefore, what he explained right now is takanegeya to the avoida of the kav. The kav has, on the one hand, it's a dot, which the dot represents its individual spheres, but on the other hand, it's a line. That means that the dots are all connected together. So it's able to have within it this inyan. It's the esa spheres, the power that without a ma doesn't have a mohus yet. You can learn the mimer in great length, which is the longest mimer on Hasidus, the most complex mimer on Hasidus that exists. And after you finish that, you're going to understand what we're learning over here. And since the kav is in a state of his achtos, because it is it in itself is in a state of complete unity. That's why it can bring that unity even to the Esa spheroids. After the ten spheroids become spheroids, it can unify them. So he says, because this idea that we say the Kav is, is in a state of Achtos, let's understand this. What did we say earlier about the Kav? First there's a Kav, then there is a Tsenoirois. And the tsenoirois, the individual pipes coming from the main pipe, go into the spheroids. So he says like this, 
even the tsinoirois, these individual pipes, that's not yet the sphera. That's the flow of kav energy to the sphera. That too is still higher than the sphera. There is the sphera, the sphera sachachma, sphera sabina, where the energy is already characterized as chachma, as bina, as chesed, as gevura. It has already real flavor. This is lemonade, and this is, um, um, uh, what's a sweet drink? No. Well, cra the cranberries could be pretty sour. I'm wearing something really essentially very sweet. Huh? Come on, I need something healthy. Yeah, mango juice. Mango juice. So this is a mango and this is a lemonade. It's it's two different or lemon 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 not lemonade but lemon okay. So this is the each one. Once it's the spheroids, they're already. Once the spheroids are already spheroids, they're already individualized. Each one has its Indian. The tsinoiros are still the pure light flowing from the cup. But we have to. So he says like this: even the tsinoiros, which are already closer to the actual spheroids. They're still the source of the lights. They're not yet the lights of the spheroids. The essence of the kav. Is even higher than being a mucker for these individuals. Through the atzmos, the essence of the kav. It can bring about unification and integration because it itself, it's still in a state of pshitus and the unification of, of essential oneness. This is the name Ma, the Oirach Atzilus, which is the, the one path that goes through the entire Atzilus. Now, now, the Rebbe Rishab is saying, that's our Pirush according to the Alter Rebbe and this idea. The Paradise, which is the Ramak, Ramosha Kardavan. He gives another Pirush in the words that but the Rebbe disagrees with the Pardes' Pshat. That when we say that this is the Oyer, when we say that this is Oyer HaTzilus, this is the light of Atzilus, the pathway of Atzilus, he says, it's referring to the light that's Mamish Mislabish Pekelem. It's the light of the Kav that goes down through the Tzenoirois and it goes into the Kelem. So the Rebbe says, but we can't say that's the name Ma. Shema, the Oirach Hatzilus, it can't be the individual energy that goes into the spheroids to become sphere like, to become wine. Why is he call it one Oirach? One Oirach means one path. If it's the individual Oir that goes into the Kalim, it's many paths. Because each, in each sphere, there's another channel. Uh, there are many roads. Then oirois apratiyim. These are specific oirois shebekelim that are in kelim. The yesh chiluk bein derech echad ledrachim rabim. There is a big chiluk between one derech and the many ways. Val derech mashakasa beidre rabba. As he gives an example, like it says in Zoyar. I'm sorry. The mimer becomes much easier and smoother. And once we pass this intense kabbalistic, abstract uh, stuff of the kav, I was even thinking to skip this, but lama uh, not to skip, because or else I would be. Uh, contradicting my entire Thursday night class that we learned the whole mimer and we don't skip anything. So therefore, because of my stubbornness, I decided to stick to it. But don't get uh, this. I, I hate the thought of, of, of people uh, getting turned off by, 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 by these complicated... Obviously, you, you have to learn this and it's not so complicated. But just to pay attention. So it says in Idri Rabbah 
The Chad Orche Umisparshal Tariag Orchen. It says there is one path, that, which is one path, which is the source of the Torah, and then it becomes Mispashe to 613 Orchen. But over there too, you understand, Sheyesh Hefresh Godel, you can understand there's a big difference between Atariag Orchen, between the 613 individual paths, Lachad Orchen, to the one path, the Golgalta of the Galgoilas, which is still pre Kamach So if that's the case, over here too, it calls it Oirach Atzilus, therefore it can't be the light that actually goes into each Kaili, because that would be Orchois, that wouldn't be Oirach. Also, the fact that it connects it to the name Ma. If it would be the oil that goes into the actual Kalim, then that's why Dafka Ma. We know that in the ten spheroids, each sphera is a different name. Chachma is Ayim Bez, the name of Ayim. Okay, well, for those familiar with the classes over here, we've learned many times that Yudke Vavke has different gematrias. Yudke Vavke, the regular gematria is 26. But depending on how you fill the letters, you get 72, 63, 45, and 52. I am Bez, Samach Gimel, Ma, and Ban. These are the four, four things. Ma is one of, these four, one of these four. If we're saying it's the oil that goes mamish into the spheroids, then that's not called Ma anymore. It depends which Madrega. The Oira Chatzilos, Hareya Oirois Apratiyam, the specific Oirois of each sphera. They have individual shemois. Look at this. Ayin, Ayin Beis. Av, Samach is Samach Gimel. Mem is Mem Hey. And Beis is Ban. This stands for Av, Sag, Ma, and Ban. It's a cool, it's a cool Rosh Hashanah. Shem Ayin Beis Bechachma. The name of Ayin Beis is primarily the name of 72. It relates to the divine energy that's in Sphira Sachachma. Sag Bebina. Samach Gimel is in Bina. Chulu, Ma is in Ze'er Anpin, and, and Malchus is Ban. That's if we're looking at each one individually. But here we're saying, in general, the entire Atzilus is unified with one energy, Shema. So it can't mean the individual light that's in the spheroids. It has to be the one general, powerful flow of energy that flows through the entire world of Atzilus. Nira, the the entire light is Shemar of Atzilus. It's the name of Ma'av Tikkun Sha'oise Hiskalalos. That makes this Hiskalalos and this integration. After he, that's why it's also the Lashen. After in Pesach when he specifies all the Sphiroids. And he says, Chesed is the right hand. Chachma Moicha Chachma is the brain. After he finishes with all of them, that's the oirois, the lights, and the kalim. Oimar, he says, in addition to all the specifics, there's one eshama that, that, that infuses them all with life. From above, from inside, is the name ma. This is the one path of atzilus. The essence of the kav. That doesn't become enclosed and therefore defined by that particular sphere. This is what ties and unifies them together. And that's the power of Adam, which is Gematriyama. That's the Iskalos. So the Kav, so basically what we learned over here now, is the Kav is called Adam. Now, why is it called Adam? 
Because the word Adam means Adame le'elyoin. I'm compared, he's compared to the one above. So if we say the Kav is Adam, it's because it is compared to the one above. To who? To the essence of God himself. Because the Kav is still a reflection of the simplicity of the Abishter himself. The Abishter is for sure koilal everything because, like the, like, the, like the Rambam says, that from the truth of his existence, everything comes from, from his, whether it's sweet or sour, ultimately it all can only exist if there's an Abishter who is the source of it, who is the, can't even call him a source, but if not for him, they couldn't be. So he is the, but the Abishter's oneness is an absolute oneness. There's nothing there but him. This is Adam Ela'elyon, because we said earlier, it has already points, but the points are still all in one line, because it's Adam, it's compared to the one above. The essence of the Oyrein Soif. That's a perfect unity with the, es- with the epitome of, of Pshitas. The Adam, Adam Ela'elyon, compared to the one above, Shazel Madregis Protios. It's already spe- specified madregos, but they're specific madregos, but they're all unified. It's a tzibur. It's a unification. They're all unified. This is Adam. What's ish? Each sphere individually, each Indian on its own. The 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 uh, Adam, the Ish needs to be bold. I see. I've been looking lately at my head. I see. I better become an Adam quickly. I better become an Adam quickly, or else. And Davkin Adam is where we have the here. Like it explains. But in the beginning of Ish, Tzarech Liyah is Kiyamaret Roshay, we need to have Kiyamaret Roshay. We'll take a little break. We're not going to learn the whole Mimer tonight. We're going to learn half. We're going to learn one more, we're going to learn one more Perek, Perek Beis, and then we're going to leave Gimel and Dalit Be'ez Hashem for next week. Now today we'll learn Perek Beis, which is very Gishmak, very Gishmak. So let's take a break for a few minutes, uh, whatever you want, whether it's a bathroom break or a challenge break. Time to continue. Be an Indian. <laughs> Very good name. You need to go in with a broomstick. Be an Indian, and the explanation of the matter is This idea that the Ish needs to shave his, needs to have, remove his hair. We have to first preface the idea of what is enosh. Enosh, we said, is the weakest. In order to understand that ish, an ish is a, is a, is a strong person, and enosh is weak. Enosh means weak, weakness. Like it says in the Pasuk, the heart is crooked, it's fakrumt, it's crooked, the enosh, and it's weak. And that's referring to a situation now where a person, a person uh, has lost their holy heart, their godly heart. Pidish chalush, I mean weak. Ish, who amoyrale is gabros. Ish means a strong heart. 
But Iker is the heart, but a strong heart. Where do you see Ish? Ish like a man, his strength. Like you say, be a man, be strong. That's the idea of a man. Ish, Gvura. Ashrei Ish. When Chazal say unfortunate is a man, Ashrei Kishuhu Ish. Fortunate is a person when he's an Ish, when he's strong. Chazal also say the, the, the use the term Ish Man's it is the man's way to be a, a conqueror, which represents strength. He conquers. The Enosh is the opposite. Enosh is a weakling. This is a weakness. What sense is a person weak? So he's going to explain it means spiritually weak. We, the Jewish people, have a very, 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 very powerful um, uh, Indian in that we are supposed to be the heart of the universe. We are the heart of all of creation. We bring life and diffuse it to the entire world. Now the nations, interesting, are beginning to reset their, 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 uh, the nations are beginning to re, realign themselves with the heart. Now, you see it's 70 years since they, they're celebrating in Israel, this and that, but what's the big deal? The big deal is already a fourth country, Romania today, said is moving its embassy to Jerusalem. That's after the United States, Guatemala, and the next one was Honduras, who is, uh, said they, they want to do that. They, the Congress voted that they should do it. And now it's Romania, a European country. And now uh, Netanyahu said another six countries are debating this, are considering it. So what is it? And people don't realize that. It says when Mashiach will come, V'naharu elav kol hagoyim. All the nations will flock to Jerusalem. A nation needs an embassy in Jerusalem if their people are coming there. If a, if a person comes from Spain and they're, in, and they're in Israel and they have a problem, they go to their embassy to help them take care of it. So they need their embassies to be in Jerusalem. Until now they weren't going to do it. They kept it in Tel Aviv. They weren't going to do it. But since Mashiach is coming, the nations subconsciously are sensing it. And they're beginning to relocate it slowly. But you'll see, once they start moving it, they're all going to move their embassies there. Why? Because the people are blinded not to see what's going on. It's unbelievable. But in any case, why Jerusalem? Because Jerusalem is the heart. It's the heart of the world. It's where all the energy flows to all of creation. It's the heartbeat of the world is Yerushalayim. The heartbeat of the world is also the Jewish people. We are the heart. If chas v'shalom, a Jew, is not functioning as a Jew is supposed to function in being able to be the heart, we're going to see what the heart's main function is. The heart's main function, as we're going to see in a moment, is to receive the deeper element of life, the higher life, and diffuse it into the body. That means like this. Even though there is life, there's two types of life he's going to explain, very gishmak. There's two types of life in the body. There is life that gives, motorizes the body, which becomes very like physical kind of a life. It energizes physical uh, uh, um, uh, life, you know, more of a material kind of an existence in the person's body. And then there is a higher kind of a life, which is more the, the higher human, which means more like a person is alive. 
not just that their body has energy to move its limbs, but this person, when you come close to them, you feel life. And usually, he says, it's like, it's like having the, the, uh, the, uh, the emotional element of a person, is that they have joy, passion, fire, not just material, physical moving of their body, but it's alive. The heart is a keli. The heart serves as Grand Central Station, both for the very physical life, that's the blood that the life, that the heart pumps to the body, but also the heart receives a higher form of life, which is the deeper life, which is the more spiritual life, and sends that throughout the entire body. We, the Jewish people, are supposed to receive that spiritual life, which is the inner light of God. We receive it into us, and from us we diffuse it into the entire world to bring a very powerful, high, godly consciousness and awareness to all of creation. And not only that, but a, but a fiery excitement and passion and emotional reaction to that light that the whole world is going to experience once Mashiach comes. It's not just going to be people are going to know God with dry intellect. People are going to be passionate about the relationship with the Abishter. People are going to feel intense emotions. Gentiles, not just Jews. Gentiles are going to have Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. But where are they receiving that consciousness, that awareness? It's supposed to be from the Jewish people. When our, when an Ashama is a keli for that godly awareness coming from Hashem into him and through him into the world, then the Jewish heart is a strong heart. If chas v'shalom, the heart becomes clogged, like a person can clog the arteries of the heart, chas v'shalom. So when the heart gets clogged with excessive material pursuits and they become therefore desensitized to be able to receive this higher divine consciousness and if we can't receive the higher divine consciousness for ourselves we can't infuse that into the environment into the people around us. That's called the weakened heart and that's called Enosh. So let's see inside. Just like the heart, the Hinek Siv. Oh, first behold, it says, Simply, it means you captured my heart, the Abishta says. My sister, my bride, I can't help, I fell in love with you, the Abishta says. You captured my heart. But the deeper meaning is, you are my heart. You are my heart. And you function as a heart. In what sense? What the heart is to the body and the soul, the heart serves as the mediator between and the facilitator between the soul and the body. The heart allows the soul to rest in the heart and from there to make its way through the body, translate the energy into of, relatable to the body. So to we, the Jewish people, the Abishter is the soul, the world is the body, and the Jewish people is the heart that captures that godliness in themselves and diffuse it into the world. And for that we have to be a healthy heart. So, the souls of Israel are called lev. Just like the heart, which is a keli, to the spirit of life. Which the spirit of life dwells in the heart. This that the heart needs to serve as the point of contact between the neshama and the body. That's why the heart is constantly restless. The heart is constantly doifek. 
you have a heartbeat. Bays the fecus, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, boom, 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 boom. Why does the heart do that? It's good for my neck, I'm sorry. Histalkus vis pashtus, it's this histalkus, it's this departure, and this is pashtus. Because what happens is the heartbeat represents like this, it contracts, and it, and it expands, it expands and contracts. So what that really is, is that the heart, rep- it's, it's representing uh, two movements of rata and shuv. It's, it's receiving its energy and it's spreading it, breathing it, but it's, rece- it's touching and back and forth, back and forth. Why? Because the soul and the body are two opposites. And there's no way, no way they can connect to each other. Total two, spiritual and physical, two opposites. Therefore, their connection has to constantly be in a state of yet and no. Because if, the, if, they, if they connect in a, in a constant that the body will either will burn, it will burn the body, or the soul will lose being a soul because it's going to become schlepped in, drugged into the coarseness of the body. For the soul to be, remain a soul and for the body not to get burnt up by that, over, over, not get overwhelmed by the soul, their connection has to be constantly touching and not touching. Like a, and that's the reason why dafka at the heart, the rest of the body doesn't have that kind of constant, all, all the limbs are bimenucha, they are, they're not constantly in that state of agitation. Only the heart is agitated. Its agitation comes from, yet no, yet no, yet no, it's daring to touch the soul. It touches and jumps, it keeps on touching, it grabs life and moves back, touches and grabs, that's, that's its thing. It's like a person that's daring to do something, like, you know, you play tag as a kid, you go, you go, or you go over, like, go over the line, come back. So that, that's the heart, it's always like in and out. Because that's the way Chayas works. Chayas works in a manner, all energy flow into a vessel works in a way of racing and returning. The connection of the Chayas, of the life force of the soul with the body, is to racing and returning. Ebb and flow. And the reason, as he explained, the reason is. Because spirituality and physical are very distant from each other. And therefore it can't settle. One can't settle in the other one. It has to be in a manner of yes and no. This is the pounding of the heart. It's in the heart. And the rest of the limbs. Nochem are peaceful. They rest. Dafke the heart is the keli to the spirit of life. And it says in the pasuk, the Abish there creates or forms the ruach adam, the spirit of the man, boy inside of him. Kerev he Kerev is the center of the body. It's your kerev. Because you can ask the question. Uh, doesn't the moyach receive before the heart? The brain, the moch, the moch in the head receives before the heart. He's going to say in a moment, the heart receives the energy from the, from the brain. So if that's the case, why don't we find that the brain has a constant, and the, main, the brain is bimenucha, the brain is not. The brain doesn't have the, 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 yeah, the no, the yeah, the no, the contraction and the, and, the, and the expansion every second. Only the heart. So that's why he brings this pasuk, that the ruach of the person needs to come bikirboy. You see, here's the idea. I mean, it's not that clear from here, but it seems a little bit this is the idea. 
the head of a person is really still kind of spiritual. It's very edel. The head is, is edel. The brain is very edel. It's not you. The you, the person, the you of the person is their center, their, their body. The head, the head is like a, 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 a power that's directing you and above you, but you're the main you, the main person. So therefore the fact that the head connects to the neshama is not such a chiddush. Chiddush is that the body connects to the neshama, the rest of the body. And that's the meaning of the center of the body. The yoitzer and, and over here it says yoitzer. Yoitzer comes from the word to, to attach, to, 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 to mold, to humaloshin vayotzer bacheret. He, he wrapped them, he tied it. The Abishter attaches, the Abishter connects the spirit to the heart. And what does the heart do? And the heart divides it and diffuses the energy throughout the entire body. Now the heart, and where does the heart get its chayas from? From the brain. Because the mishkan of the neshama is where the neshama really first dwells in the brain. Stated in, in, in Tanya in the 50, chapter 51. The general neshama dwells and its dwelling is in the moyach. And from the moyach it is drawn into the heart. There are three moichin chabad. In the moichin, there are three moichin. What are the three moichin? Chachma bin Adas. Moach chachma, the moach of chachma, as we learned many times, the, 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 the brain in which, the right side of the brain where the chachma takes place, kar valach is cold and moist. Moach abina, the moach, the brain, the left side of the brain, the analytical side of the brain where the bina happens. Cham is hot, v'yavish and dry. Simply the, the, the anatomy. The anatomy of the brain is it's moist on the right side and drier on the left side. And the das is in the middle. And it has somewhat of both of them together. Now, now the point is we have to transport these more, these, these, this transcendental power that's sitting in the head has to now enter into the center of the person. At your center. Has to go down into the body. The heart is going to receive it. The heart is going to receive from these three moichen. Through what? Through three passageways. The neck has three passageways. Three pipes. There are three kalim that are now going to carry down the moichen from the moyach down, down to the heart. The ruach hachayim, the, the life force. Kone, that's the windpipe. Uh, what do they call it? The tranchia. It's the wind, what? Trachea. Sorry. The tra- trachea? So the trachea is the, is the windpipe. And then there is veshet, that's the esophagus, the food pipe. And then there is vridin. Vridin is the artery. There's a, and there's many arteries in the person, but there's one main artery that runs down a person's, uh, I forgot what the name of that artery is, a very serious artery. Now, the moyach of chachma, which is cool and moist, so it goes through the windpipe, because wind is also cool, cool and moist. 
V'nimshach derech hakana. So it is like sending down its its hashpa down to the heart throughout through the kana, through the windpipe. And where and where is it landing? Where is it being received? In the right ventricle of the heart. Because the heart has the right side and the left side. So the right side is receiving mainly the Ruach HaChayim, the ox, the, this wind coming from there. Hamala Ruach Chayim, which as the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, the right side of the heart is filled with oxygen. Ve'en Baidam, it doesn't have any blood. The Lev Chacham Liyaminoi. The why, because Chachma, he's saying Chachma comes down to the right side. Chacham, not versus Bina. Lev, the heart of Chacham, Chachma, Liyamina goes to the right. Chalayamini Sheva Lev, the right side of the heart. But then you have a moyach of the bina, the left side, which is the bina, which is where we take ideas and we crunch them into small little pieces. We analyze them. We do, that's the, the left side of the brain, the understanding of things in detail. That's the bina. Shulcham v'yavish, which is hot and dry. And so therefore its influence carries down to the heart. That passes through the food, which the l'chol asmali. Now food... First of all, what do you do with food? You chew it, you chew it down to little pieces. And, uh, and yeah, I guess what's hot and, 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 and dry, it's huh? exactly that element of it. But that's sending down primarily to the, to the left side of the heart, not the food. The food is not going directly into the heart. That wouldn't be good. But it means that it's still passing down some through its, I don't know what, through this esophagus, it's somehow connecting to the left side of the heart, Shasham Dama Muvchar, which over there has the cleanest blood. It's very, very, it's, it's, it's fine blood. Now he doesn't explain where, and obviously the Das is coming through, the Moyach Das is coming through the, uh, the, the, the artery that's in between them. Now once the heart receives from the Moyach HaChochma, and the Moyach Abina. Now the heart's job is to be the great supplier uh, to everybody. He's the, uh, yeah. Derech through the veins. But there's two types of veins. There are veins, blood, blood veins, blood vessels. And there's also nerves that somehow also seem to plug into the heart. There are two types of Gidim. Gide Adam, there is the Gidim of blood. And then there is the veins that carry the Ruach Hayim. Now, it's an oxygen vein. They carry the oxygen. Now, what exactly that is in terms of modern science, I'm not that familiar with the biology and the analogy of the... the biology and the anomaly of the body. And therefore, uh, I can't exactly tell you. Maybe it's the uh, nerve system. I'm not exactly sure. But I wouldn't think that the nerve system is the oxygen system. The oxygen is carried through the blood. Some kind of a ruach but it seems to be a nerve, kind of a higher. I'm not exactly sure. The agidim bechlal, the gidim in general, the, the veins in general. In general, all the gidim, whether it's the gidim, the gidim that carry the ruach or the gidim that carry the blood, the general Indian of these gidim are, they are what connect the nefesh maguf. They connect the soul and the body. Ukimoi. Well, you said before the human being is like, a, is like a, a whole planet. You see the same thing in the world. The water, how does the ocean water, the water, the moisture, 
get across all, all the soil. That the soil, the soil is moist. If the soil is not moist, nothing will grow. Soil is moist, so in addition to rainwater, there's also moisture coming where? There are channels, there are veins in the earth that carry water all over. Can't, underneath, very narrow, where, where little water goes through. Just like the veins of the earth. They connect the sea with the earth. So to the, the veins, they connect the, 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 the life of the soul with the limbs of the body. The chayas anefesh, the chayas of the soul, chayas ruchni, is a spiritual chayas. Mufshit mahageshem legamri. It's completely removed from any physicality. The soul is, is, is pure spiritual. And therefore what? It, 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 can, it, 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 on its, it, it, it needs to be translated into a physical force of life. And then it becomes physical life. It becomes life to, to, to energize a body. To give them life. The inner organs and the outer organs. Bechayas murgish, in a chayas that is felt, call aver Every aver, every limb, will get according to its, to its mezek, to its chemistry, to its utchunasay, and according to its character. This needs to come somehow. This has to translate. Should take the chayas down and make it more megusham. Physically, the beginning of this is galus, of this light and this chayas, into the body, into the human experience, into the First, it reveals itself in the brain, but there it's still what, way above of being energy for what, for the rest of the body. Then, from the brain, it goes down to the heart. And from the heart, it travels by way of the, of the gidim, of the veins and the arteries. These are the veins of blood. The chayas anefesh is also enclosed in the blood that's in the gidim. Like it says, that the blood, that's the soul. The soul is coming through the liquid, the juice of life, which is the blood. It's interesting. In addition to the nerve system that carries the ruachayim, the blood also carries chayas. He's basically explaining there's two types of chayas. There is a chayas, I said that in the beginning when I made an introduction now. I said there's one type of chayas that's very physical, that keeps the body simply in operation, but then there is more of a deeper, more spiritual kind of life that's felt in the body too, like emotion, love, these, these feelings. Even people, for instance, that are try to deny a soul have a very hard time explaining emotions like love and, and anger and hate. And, and, because if it's just biological life, I can understand it creating moving like a snail moves. But where do you get these? So therefore, they have a hard time. And they say, yeah, chemical reactions have a very hard time. They can't. It's far more to prove a soul. It's much easier when you're dealing with the with the feeling of love, of an emotion, to say that's just a few chemicals that are burning in you, and there's no soul there, is a very hard argument to accept. Even those that try to deny a soul have a very hard time doing that. Because, uh, oh, but he says, this, so there's two things. There's chayus that's going through the blood. But that chayus, 
that goes through the blood, that energy that goes through the blood is very physical life, and that's from the left side of the brain, because that's where we said, remember, that's where we said, the heart is full of blood, and where is it receiving? From the Bina. Shabama Mayach Bina. That's coming from the Mayach of Bina. V'nimshach derech alev, and it comes through the heart, be'ivarei aguf in the limbs of the body. L'achyoysam b'chayus ba'akshom emamesh, to give them l'achayus, what kind of life? Very physical life. Pashit, you know, your hand have the ability to move and to, and, to, and, to, and to carry things and to do all the things you do with your hands. That's the chayis that's in the blood. The adam, aleph dam. Adam means aleph dam. The word adam. Which is the chayis that's in the blood. Now he wants to prove that the chayis that's in the blood, which is very physical life, biological life, earthy life, it's coming from your bina. Why does he prove that it's coming from Bina? So we know in the names of Hashem, Havaya is the name that is in Chachma. Eke is the name of Hashem that's in Bina. Havaya is in Chachma. Eke is in Bina. If Eke is in Bina, so he's going to show you how blood has the name Eke in it. How? He says because the Eke Biribua, Eke, the name Eke, Biribua, bigamatri adam. What does it mean, eke biribua? What does it mean, biribua? So, ribua works like this square. How does that work? It works, you take the name eke, watch this, you take the name eke, and you do aleph, and beneath it you do aleph hey, beneath it you do aleph hey yud, and then underneath it is aleph hey yud hey, and you count them all together. Aleph is one. Aleph and He is six. Together is seven. Aleph, He, Yud, 16. 16 plus seven. 16 plus seven is 23. Eke, Eke completed. And then at the end is one more time. Aleph, He, Yud, He. Together is 21. 21 and 23. Add it all together. 44. 44. 44 is Gematria Dam. Dam, blood. So you see that the essence of blood is Eke. The name Eke. And the name Eke is in Bina. You step down a minute. Chachma is Havaya. Basically, when we really realize biology, <laughs> the basic biology of our substance of our body is, is, is divine names. That's what we are. Think blood, blood. Blood is. What's blood? 44. What is it? It's the name Eke, Biribua. It's thickening the name Eke down till it turns into a physical substance. That's what you do when you, when you do a rabua, you're basically being mitzamtzim. The more letters you're adding, the more you're diluting it. You're diluting it, diluting it, but you're diluting it to a point that it becomes blood. But what do you see from here? That our blood comes from the bina, from the left side. That's why we also know the father and the mother. The father is the chachma and the mother is the bina. And the mother is the one that gives the red that creates the blood. Flesh, the father is giving the bones and the light. So that's an interesting thing. But al kaponim the gide the eka b'ribua b'gamatri adam is gamatri adam. Shazam amoyach habina that's coming from bina. The gide ruach hachayim and the and the arteries, the other kind of arteries, the other kind of gidim, these gidim that carry ruach hachayim. For now, let's call it the nerve system. But I'm I'm sure it's something else. I'm going to speak to uh, Mendel Zirkin already, and I'm going to find out what this is. And these gidim of ruach hachayim, 
they're not coming from the left side of the heart, which is coming from the left side of the brain, which is Bina, they're coming from the right side of the heart. Shemekabel Mamoyach HaChachma, that's receiving from the Moyach of Chachma. Shanim Shech Gam came Be'evarim. It's also going into the limbs. If you're going to say so, you can ask a question, why do the limbs need two types of Chayas? Why do they need a Ruach Chay? Why do they need blood? This chayos that the heart is, that the right side of the heart is sending down to the, to the limbs is a type of chayos that's of a superior quality than the chayos that's mislabish in the evarim to become biological, physical energy. In in the, oh, I was waiting. I knew you're gonna come. The ba'akshamas achayos in the in the in the gashmiest thing achayos in the physical life. Ukamoi ish chay. And he gives an example. What do we mean by that? What do we mean that there is life? See, the first life is that you're not dead, but you're not alive. Second life is that you're alive. Ukamoi ish chay. You say a living person. You see a person as a lebendiger, as a freilicher, he's alive. Everybody's alive from the life of the soul. You can have a person lazy, and heavy. You don't see in him life. This is not a person, he's the life of the party. He walks in, everybody gets everybody's full of energy. Because this guy has life. He's alive. Biologically, he's alive. He's got the highest of the blood, but he's lacking this Ruach HaChai manifestation. There are people that simply are, I'm not going to say, he's not talking on a spiritual level. He's talking about even non-spiritual. It's a person full of emotion, full of depth, full of, you can sense it. That's coming from the Gidim of Ruach HaChai. As he explains. First of all, he says, a person is pushed more alive. The Ruach HaChayim gives you energy like an extra oomph of life. But now there's another in it. He says, The fact that the body can feel emotions, emotions, to be able to feel something good that makes you happy. To feel something that, 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 that hurts you. You can feel it internally. You feel compassion. And the like. These hargashos, they're coming more through the nerve system that's bringing you this higher kind of chayos that's allowing these inner experience. He says, Yes, hargasha gamkein. There is also an argasha that comes from the blood, that also gives argasha. Shabigide adam that has to do with the nerves that are in the in the blood. feeling physical pain, that that is not dependent in the oxygen and the ruach hachayim. That's connected more to the blood. So that you can feel. When someone is hurting in one of his limbs, margish believe he feels it in the heart, ubemoyach and in the brain. That's from the Gidim, but that's more physical. The Hargashis that are more spiritual, that are more nefeshtik, more soul-like. This is from the Gidim, from the, uh, 
from these from these arteries that carry life, which are from the chachma, not from the bina. Now, when you say the heart is a heart to receive and to transport life, what's its primary inion? The right side or the left side? The answer is both. But the ikr, what's its ikr, ikr inion? The right side. It says, The fact that the life make, is a keli to the ruach hachayim. Even though the arteries of blood are also coming from the heart, and that's the heart is a, is a, is a, is a blood pumper, it's still not the main thing of the heart. Why? Because that's more related to the liver. The liver is in the liver is blood. That's the Indian of the liver. The heart is more the pumping of life, not so much blood. Even though technically it also it distributes the blood. That's shayach more to the liver. The covid is blood. And that's why we talk to say that when we have ruach nefesh, nefesh ruach nefesh ruach neshama, neshama is in the brain, ruach is in the heart, nefesh is in the covid in the liver. So you see be'ikr because that's blood. That's ikr. The main thing of the heart is to bring the ruach shukeli laruachayim. It's a keli to the to the ruachayim. And this is where he serves as, as main distributor and main mediator. To bring the spirit of life into the avarim of the guf. And take a look what we're going to have now. We're going to understand that's the job of the Jewish people. To bring the Ruach Hayim. Human beings are alive. Yeah, they're alive. But Gashmi is still alive. But a Ruach Hayim, the spirit of life. That's us. Because the Jewish people serve as the heart to relieve that godly higher, higher soul to the creation. That's where we serve as the Mamuts. This will also explain Vadugma Lamaila. And the example from this will be understood above. The Pchinas. Oh, by the way, this also explains the idea the Rebbe says that a Melech, and the Indian of a Rebbe, which is a Melech, is that he's the heart. And he gives you your chayas. So what do you see? You can first schlep, say, without a Rebbe, without Chassidus, without... Like like that did that. A Rebbe turns you into a... A Gansimiti turns you into a... This, you're, free, you're alive! People, you meet people, this guy's doing Mifzayim, this guy's putting on tefillin, you're turning over a city, you're making, you're baking, you're baking, you're doing, you're hacking and that. There's no, there's no ruachayim. This ruachayim comes from the nasi. That's his Indian to pump that life. And the example to this comes from above. Is will be understood above. The pchenas malchus nikralev Yehuda. Want to get me a cup? I lost the cup. How can I teach without a cup? That's terrible. The, now, so the Rebbe is going to explain that before he gets to explaining the Jewish people, we the Jewish people are manifestations, we are not. We are the manifestation of the Shekhinah in this world. Our root soul is the Shekhinah, which is Malchus, Sphiris Malchus. So he's going to explain that's exactly. Atzilus is the brain. The Oyrein Saif is the Abish of The Neshama is God. Atzilus is the Rosh, the head. Biyah, 
Bri, Yatsir, and Asiya, the three lower worlds, that's the body. Malchus is the heart, receiving all the energies of Atzilus, passing it on to Biyah, Bri, Yatsir, and Asiya. And he's going to explain how Malchus gives two lives to the world. One life that Malchus gives to the world is Asara Mamaris. It gives them Pasha the Ruach to get them alive. But then Malchus gives another Chayas, Pnimius the Gechayas, it gives them a sense of the divine, a sense of the Abishter. And it takes these creatures that were created to be a Yesh and it brings them to be Bittal. And that's the main energy that Malchus gives to the world. Pnimius the Gechayas. And that's what he's explained is the job of the Jewish people. It's Gavaldic. What do you do without learning all of this? The Taka have to pay the price. You have to sit there for a few hours. If the Kratzich through, until you this, but once you learn, you see, it opens up. So, will be understood above. The Pchinas Malchus Nikra Lev Malchus is called the heart. Shehi Amamutsa, she is the mediator. Between the Oirin Soif to the world, between Atsilus, which is the brain, to Bria, Tzir, and Asiya. The Savasa Oilamois, because the the two things, the bringing into existence of the worlds, and then the ashpa of life in the worlds, you enliven everybody. Ato we know is Malchus, because Malchus is a world of oisiyos, Malchus is speech, and oisiyos is from Aleph through Tuf. That's the Altar. It says Ato is referring to Malchus. You enliven everybody. We also say Zois is Malchus, f- female. Vamuna kol Zois, Vekaya Malenu, and she sustains us. Vekaya Malenu. The Pchinas Malchus, Malchus, who Pchinas Mekabel, who Mashpia. Vamuna kol, she's Mekabel, and then she's being, I think Vamuna is that she's Mekabel from above. Vekaya Malenu is she's Mashpia down to us. She Mekabel is Matzilus, she's Mekabel from Matzilus, and Mashpia, Mishpas, Labia. And she's giving chayas to biyah. V'yesh bezeh beiz madregos, and there's two levels in malchus. P'chines chitzoni yasa malchus, the external part of malchus. Hu shanas p'chines makar lo'olamos. The rest you can plug in on Facebook. With your socks off, ligin bet, in business love style, can't stay ahead. V'yesh bezeh beiz madregos, there's two madregos. P'chines chitzoni yasa malchus, the external part of malchus. The outer part of Malchus is like the external, it's like the left side of the heart. That's the source of the world. That happens through many, that comes through many gvurois, many contractions. It's giving only a ray of a ray of a ray to the point that the creations that are receiving this energy are not aware that the energy is divine, it's godly. So it creates the worlds to be a yesh. Because it's only giving the chitzainius of the chitzainius of the Orient Soif. Om nam chines pnimius amalchus, but the pnimius of malchus. Who shemeir sham, over there it's shining, chines oirois atzmiyim datsilus. Over there malchus is receiving like the right side of the heart. It's receiving the inner essential lights of atzilus. Val shem zeh, and for that reason, nikras, she's called kneses Yisrael. Kneses means she's koines. She takes in, Malchus is, she's koines, the energies of, simply the, the, the regular reason we always say that Malchus is called Knesset Yisrael is because she's the source of all of our neshamas, lower. 
He's learning now that she's called Knesset Yisrael because she's Mekabel from Yisrael from above. The spheres of Atzilus are called Yisrael. And she's Mekabel Koines. She's Mekabel all the energy from above. And that's the reason why she's called Yisrael. She Koines is Oiros to Yisrael to the Eila, the Oiros of Yisrael above. And now, he wants to say that there's two levels. Malchus is receiving only the Chitzainius and passing on to create the world. The Pnimi is to bring godly awareness to the world. So these are related to the two names. The, the, the name of the Ebrister that is used through Malchus to create the worlds is the name of Elohim. That's the Chitzainius. Elohim is Hateva. It's, 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 it's Elohim is, is Dinim, Gvurois, Tzimtzumim. It's the name of Elohim. Havaya is the penimius of the Eibishter. The Eibishter as he's not limited, not contracted, he's above it all, he's infinite, he's ain't soif. That's Havaya. So the penimius of the oil that Malchus is receiving that's called Knesses Yisrael is that she's kindness, not just the power of Elohim, but she's kindness Havaya. That's why it's called Yisrael. Because Yisrael is equal with Havaya. Why? Yisrael v'arais v'kuchabarichukulachab. But the Iker... Because the passage, when, when was Yaakov called Yisrael? Kisarisa im Elohim. When he prevailed over Elohim. Now he passed all the tzimtzumim and the gavurais of Shem Elohim and he blasted through. And he discovered the eternal, infinite, absolute light of the Shem Avaya. And therefore Yaakov now is totally above nature. Above it all, that's when he's connected to Avaya that's higher than Shem Elohim. So when Malchus is called Knesses Yisrael, what does it mean? She's kinase the lights of Havaya. For what purpose? To share it. To pump it into the world. To who? To the Jewish people who we will bring that energy to the world. Hushem Havaya. The Shem Yisrael. Because Yisrael is related to Shem Havaya. Hu Hashem Kisarisa Melochim. To rules over Elochim. Shemoishel Veshoilet Al Shem Elochim. Rules over the name of Elochim. Behind Hushem Havaya. The name Havaya. Shalomayla Meshem Elochim. That's above name of Elochim. This is the idea of Knesset Yisrael. Shemekabela, she receives Meshem Avaya from the name Avaya. And Havaya is Be'ikar in Chachma. That means when we receive Havaya Be'chachma. Even though Havaya is in all, the entire world of Atsilus is filled with the name of Havaya, with Be'ikar, we know that the main dominating force in Atsilus is Chachma. Bina is in Bria. And so Shem Avaya is a Chachma. And what's Chachma? Bittl. That means when you receive Havaya energy, and what does it mean? You're bringing Bittl, Bittl into the world. So there's two opposite in Yonim that are coming from Malchus. One, one level coming from Malchus is it's creating the Yeshus of the world. It's creating the world to be a somebody. And then it's introducing a, a, an opposite, an ability to make that, that, that Yesh be bottled to its source by experiencing this Havaya light that's higher. Um, as he explains that from there it's giving life to enliven the world it's individual it's shayrish of its individual pratias the highest that it's receiving to give life to the world is from bina as it is known the ikr makar bina the main power of Ishtalshalus, which Ishtalshalus is, step by step, contracted is, that's from Bina. The Pnimius of Malchus, the essential lights of Atzilus, which that's from Chachma. 
וגם זה נמשך לאוילמויס. This is not stam for Malchus' sake for herself. This too is given to Malchus so she can distribute this and imbue this into the oilamais. For who lios pchenes ha bittel ba oilamais? This is in order to make the oilamais have bittel. The mechitzainias ha malchus from the external part of malchus, who is havus ha yeshus, that creates the yeshus, the ha metzias shal oilamais. That makes the oilamais be a yesh, be something. From the pnimias, who shenim shachlias bittel ha yesh. This is what brings the yesh to be bottle. The ha bittel who, and what's the bittel? Like it says, the power of Bittl. And in bringing the proof that Chachma has so much power that it can enter into a world of Yesh and over there bring Bittl. So where do you see that? It says, Chachma gives strength to the wise man. It's a Pasuk. Chachma gives strength to the wise man. More than ten rulers, the strength that a wise man gets from wisdom is more than having the strength of ten rulers. What does that mean? Asha beir, that's in the city. The asara shalitim, who are the ten rulers? Hey, nasana mamaris. The ten, the ten rulers are the ten dominating forces in creation. That's the speech. Those are the ten mamaris. That's coming from when the Abish did the mamaris. Is vayemet alikim. It's only shem alikim. The name of alikim. It's the external element of the orin soif. Very, 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 very diluted, very, very weak, and therefore, what does it create? It creates worlds that take themselves seriously, worlds that become a yesh. Makoyres habas, it's the source of his habas. Vachachma, and then the chachma has the power to dominate over this. Toiz lechacham yoiser, the chachma gives vigor and strength to the chacham even more. Lias bittel ayesh, for there to be bittel ayesh. Ubenevroim. And by the creations, and now how, how does this translate into these two forces, these two dynamics? He says you'll see actually in the creations themselves. The the uh, in, in one pasuk it says bidvar Hashem shamayim nasu that the Eibushter creates the world with Dvar Hashem with his words. There's another pasuk that says kolasha chafetz Hashem asa whatever God desired He made. So Chassidus takes it very literally. Chassidus asks the question. Was the creation affected by God's speech, like the Pashtas? Or did the Abish to create the world through just wanting it without speaking it? So Hasidah says it's a combination. Because when you look at the creations, you see that in every creature there is the substance of what the Abishter made, and then there is the design that it has. So when the Abishter spoke and he said, Let there be trees, the Abishter didn't say exactly what trees should look like. He said, Let there something something should grow for it. There could have been a million other ways. The fact that a tree looks exactly like it is, it has a brown, hard bark, and then it comes out in beautiful branches like this, and then the green colors and all this, that was never spoken, that the Abishtah just desired it that way. And that, so comes out that during creation, there were two dynamics that were playing together. One was the speech, which brought about the actual physical material, the matter, and the design of everything is, 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 is the Ratzik. And therefore, what does that do? Dibur, the, the whole notion of Dibur, the notion of speech, is to communicate to someone who is not you. That's the idea of speech. Desire is something that's you're experiencing it in yourself. If you want something, no one else senses that. Speech is to communicate to others. 
When the Abishta created, so when the Abishta created an interesting thing, when the Abishta created the world through two powers, one of one of Dibur and one of so the power of Dibur makes the world be a yesh, makes the world experience itself outside of God. And the power that the Abishta didn't finish the creation only with Dibur, but within the creation itself, he created some of it as it's responding to his Ratzain, he's making the world still be tuned into him as if it's part of him. That's the bittle of the world, feeling that it's still part of the Abishter and not something independent. So this, because part of him. So that's the Ratzin and the Dibur, the Ratzin and the Dibur working together. The, the creation of the Chaymer, the substance of the creation, that comes from the Chitzayin Yisamalchus, for who inyan bedvar Hashem, bedvar Hashem shemayim nasu. That's the Ramamore, it's the speech. But to create the design, the fact that the heavens are a sphere, they're round. And the earth is also round. The Abishta could have made the earth flat. He made it round. And the, and the, and the roundness of the earth is different than the roundness of the skies. And then there are creatures. That go bent like animals. They crawl on four. And then there are animals, or people at least, that go upright. And even animals, there are like gorillas who are halfway upright. So you have like, or yeah, or that are just on two. So you have animals that are up, and there are animals that are down. This is all because of the spiritual tsura that's there. That Hashem created it through chayfets, and what does this do to the creations who are bittel sheben Evraim? This brings bittel to the creations. Kamosha koysev kosev b'toyra oyer b'dibur amaschol mezuzah b'yamin. In the dibur amaschol mezuzah b'yamin, over there the Alter Rebbe explains these two functions, these two powers that there is in creation. V'zehu shamalchus nikra leiv, and now we'll understand why the malchus is called leiv. This is the mediator. It's here to draw down the light and the life force. What did we say before? The Iker union of the heart is not to, to pump the blood. That's the Iker the liver. The Iker union of the heart is what? To bring the higher Ruach HaChayim. So this is the Chachma Ba'olamoyim. To bring Bittel into the world. So just like it is Malchus' job to do that. Nishmas Yisrael Lamata, hidden down here, Nikra Knesses Yisrael. We're also called Knesses Yisrael because we too are meant to capture Shem Havaya. That's why a Yid is also supposed to bring the world the idea that nature, don't take nature so seriously. Miracles happen, Ashkacha Pratis, the everything is, it's not fixed, things are not the. Shehen Kalim, Legilu Shem Havaya. Yidden are Kalim for the revelation of Shem Havaya. Of 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 uh, take even even for example the idea that they're they're now celebrating the seventy years, it's like one of the things that the whole world is mesmerized, is by the idea how what, what happened. No other country in seventy years did what they did. We're one of the leading countries in everything. It doesn't make any sense. And fought and it was and it was a country that was attacked more than anybody else that had to defend itself more than anybody else and at the same time prospered more than anybody else. It all doesn't make the whole thing is ridiculous. So the whole world becomes aware that there are powers that are beyond nature, that are there. This, this, this awareness of God comes to the world through Israel. 
שהם כלם לגילוי שם הוויה. ידנא רקלית לשם הוויה. תהשפו והמשוך עד השם הוויה. תהשפו נמשוך עד השם הוויה. נמשך ונקלט בנשמס ישראל. Jews get it. Their נשמס are able to absorb this higher transcendental light. שהם כלם אלא גילוי, and therefore they have, their job is bitl. That's why the Abishta gave us a life of bitl. A guy leps a chashvoltov, he eats whatever he wants, he does whatever he wants. A Jew, every minute has to be bottled to the Abishta. Now he has to do this. Because huh? well, that's our job. Our job is to pump bitl into the world. Because we, remember what did he say? Malchus receives the chitzainius of the oyer and the penimius of the oyer. So he's saying, and in Malchus itself, there's two parts to Malchus. The chitzainius of Malchus, of the keli, receives the chitzainius of the light. The penimius of the keli, of Malchus, receives the penimius of the light. Now in Malchus, where are we rooted? The Jewish neshamas in the penimius of the keli. So we're able to receive the penimius of the light, which others are not shayach to. Kishayrish, and the, the world, even the malachim, are part of the chitzainius. Kishayrish, and neshamas, is a mepchenes penimius ha the shayrish of the neshamas of the innermost of the kelim. Shazau mohus va'atzmos ha-keli. Which is the keli as it stands for itself. The malachim v'chol ha-nevroim, the angels and all the creations. Sharsham, their root is mepchenes chitzainius ha-keli. They come from the external part of the keli. She'ein za'atzmos ha-keli. Which the external part of the keli is not the essence of the keli. Ki'im la'ashpi'a chutz la'atzmos The whole idea of it, the external part of the keli is for the outside. Which is the light that goes for the outside is only a ray. The inner of the keli. This is the essence of the keli itself. It's a keli to receive. So the inner element of the light is misached and unifies with the inner part of the keli. V'nishmas Yisrael and souls of Israel. And Jewish neshamas, which are rooted in the penimius of the kelim, al kenem kelim l'shem avaya. They dafka are kelim to the shem avaya, the avaya bechachma, which avaya is in chachma. Hainu shehem kelim lahagilui dibchenas chachma. They're kelim to the gilui of chenas chachma. What does chachma have to do with penimius and essence of the kelim? Ubechachma shayra oirein soif. We'll see in a minute. And in chachma is shayra the penimius of the oirein soif. The oirein soif she bechachma and the oirein soif that's in chachma who pchenas atzmos oirein soif is the essence of the ein soif. The shoyrish eshavas oilamoyz because the root of the eshavas of the worlds oirein soif everything is created from the oirein soif. Ad reish ad ad oirein soif ad I think it's supposed to be ad soif called argin would make more sense but. Says Rosh Kaldargan, the beginning of all levels. That's all the chitzainius of the Oirin Saif. But the Oirin Saif but the Oirin Saif that comes into Chachma, who pchenas pnimius va'atzmos ein Saif, is the innermost and the essence. The Abishta basically himself reveals himself in Chachma. The Hine, for behold, Chachma who pchenas atzmi. Here's where the Rebbe Rashab gets into his, to his own kind of, of descriptions of things. This is like, and here's where you feel, you see the real Rebbe Rashab's. Chachma is the union of Atzmi. Kenoida hafresh ben Chachma Bina. Like it is known the difference between Chachma and Bina. 
The Bina is Hispashtas. The element of Bina, Bina, Bina is always the Hispashtas. Let's understand it simply. When you're perceiving a concept, the Chachma is the essence of the idea. The Bina is you describing the idea. The Bina is already descriptions. Descriptions are always already not the essence. If you see something, you saw the essence. If you're describing it, describing its characteristics, it's not the essence. Bina is already, is typhus everything in its espashtas. Bina grasps everything in its descriptions, in its, in its espashtas. Chachma is able to receive the essence of everything. Um, now even though Chachma also has a makar, so it's also an espashtas. Chachma is not original. Chachma has a source. The Oren Ultimately, Chachma comes from Keser. So it has a source. So how can you say it's an atzmi? An atzmi means something that, 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 that is Chachma, But the way Chachma, the Eibishter brings Chachma about is in a manner that the Chachma should not be an espashtos of something, but that the Chachma should be an, an atzmiistic thing. Which, that kind of experience can be a negative thing. Because when you're creating something to be an atzmiistic thing, means it's totally not sensing its source. It's its own original thing. Hitaka brings the example of that. He explains that the Abish to create its physicality, the Abish to create physicality in a way that he makes physicality be an atzmi. Atzmi meaning it is, it doesn't feel like it's, it's just rays of something. It's an energy of something. It's its, its own thing. But in, in our, in the physical, this Indian is a negative thing. Why? Because it's the ultimate disconnect from God. Is that, is that we're, we don't feel like we're an espashtas, but we're like a self-independent kind of an Indian. But let's do what he explains. But by Chachma, it's not that way. Chachma comes from its source in a manner of it being a Dover Atzmi. Chachma does not experience it itself being an espashtus from its source. It comes from its source in an Atzmi state. The Yuvenzad, this will be understood. Al Derech Similar to when the yesh comes into being. From the godly ayin, from the nothingness of keser, and chachm is that first flash, but chachm emerges in a manner What does that mean? Like, not chachm, I'm sorry. He's talking about the way gashmias comes into existence. To be a dover atzmi. Like it says in a geris hakodesh simen chav, we're learning on the holding now on the last page that we're going to learn today. That the Kashmiristic world was created something from nothing. The Ephes from absolute nothingness. Without any cause. Any cause that precedes this Yash. When something doesn't experience any source or any cause, it just is like a rock. It just is. What's it, so? it is. That's called an atzmi. A ray of light is not an atzmi. Because you immediately look at the light, you know that it's just a, it's just a ray. An atzmi is something that has its own substantial thing. It's not dependent on anything. It exists from within itself. The ill of the olul, whenever you have cause and effect, 
Harei ha'olol hu espashtos ma'ela. The olol is an espashtos. The, the, the effect is an espashtos, is an expansion from the cause. Avol yesh me'ayin, but something from nothing, ain't zeh espashtos. It's not like a diffusing, a, an expansion. Kiyem shenivra k'davar atzmi. It's created to be a davar atzmi. V'hainu b'pchines metziyas davar. For it to be a metziyas of something. But in truth, the altar that the Rebbe Shab says, in Tanya Perig Beis, he says, Kosif, Shahanevroim are nothing, are not that. Nevroim are not a substantial thing. What are Nevroim? There is an ayin, there is God, there is the divine energy, which is ayin, because we can't see it, touch it, smell it, know what it is. And it is sending rays, and it's rays, that's the creations. Creations are nothing more, including a rock. It's nothing more than the rays of the Dvaravaya that's creating it. Right? Oh, so it really is an espashtas. But that's from the way God is looking at it. But from the way it's experienced to the Nivra, it's created to be an atzmi. That's according to the truth of the matter. Sha'nivra ain't no yesh. The Nivra is not a real yesh. The only real yesh is the Abishter. Kiyam ayin, he's really nothing. Is only in Aspashtas. But in the manner that the Abishta created it, that it should feel itself in a manner of a yesh, it's created for it to be a dover atzmi, for be an entity on its own. And the same is also the coming into being of all vessels. That's the difference between vessels and oyer. Vessels, all the containers, all the vessels, and oil. Oil, all the oirois, all the lights that are in all, all spheres, they all project the idea that they're just a projection. But a keli is an entity. It's, the, it's, it's already a metzias. The oil who is pashed is a aura. It's a giloi from the etzim. Avala kelim, eno mebchenaz giloi. They're not a giloi, mimakoira. Kiyamashavas dover, mebchenaz dover atzmi. They are to be felt as a dover atzmi. It says in Atzilus, the only real Yashmeyayin is Chachma. From Chachma to Bina, it's already his Pashtus. Oh, but the difference is, the difference over here is only one difference. Till now we're saying, this, is an, this concept is a, it's a concept in what? In Gashmias of this world. And in Caleb. But there we understand, but that is a certain negativity. What's the negativity? Because it's etzem, but it's an etzem that's, it's yeshes. It's, it's an etzem that denies the Ebershter. But b'chachma, even though, chachma is not a keli. Chachma is hardly any keli in chachma. Chachma is oyer. It's an atzmi yastiga oyer, not atzmi yastiga keli. Hu b'chachma hu b'pchenas oyer. The same idea, but in a level of oyer. Du b'ishavus ha-yesh, in the ishavus of yesh, v'chein b'ishavus ha-kelim, in the ishavus of kelim, when they become something, they become a metzius. They become something. It's an atzmi in a manner of light. Oh, but what does that mean? It's not a light that's, a, that's an espashtus. Now what in the world does that mean? <laughs> By definition, light is what? A ray. It's not light. It's not light that is. Yeah, but the sun. 
is not oir, the son is more. That's a different story. Chachma is oir, but it's not an oir that's an espashtus, it's an espashtus. What does it mean? So let's see. Basically, it's, it's, it's beingness and its essence is its bittel. Not, that's its essence. It's, it, which, is that, which is the character of light, not the character of, of Kaylee. Character of Kaylee is what? Metzius, Yeshus, Kaylee. The character of Oyer is Bittel. But this is not, this is not a Hispashtus de Gabittel, it's an Atzmius de Gabittel. He's Bottel Be'etzem. Vechein Abittel de Chachma. Hu Atzmi. Hainu Mohus Atzmi. It's an essential. The Chachma Upchenaz Bittel. Chachma is Bittel. Veloy Ava. It's not love. The Ava ain't a Bittel. Love is never Bittel. Because what's love? I love. The Yashmi Sha'ayev, I love. The Chachmu Bchenes Bittel, Chachmes Bittel. But he says, what's the difference between an Atzmias Digabittel and a Hispashtas Digabittel? So he explains something very Gishmak over here. The Bittel, the Chachmu Humohus Habittel. It's a Bittel of essential Bittel. It's this very, very substance is a substance of Bittel. The Hainu, Loishem is Battle Me'ezadover. He doesn't become bottle from something. When you put something very small next to something very big, the small thing feels itself like nothing. But it only feels itself in nothing, it's inspired to nothingness. It's inspired to nothingness by being in the proximity of something huge and great. It's by, but you take away that thing, he's be'etzim as somebody. That idea to be, to be nothing in front of it's like the story that is told by um, the, uh, the uh, what's it called again, the poor man, the Yidden Shul, the Yom Kippur. And he went over to the rich man and he asked him, the guy was giving out tabik, you know, the, the, the Reich Yidden, they used to have the snuff boxes. And they would give tabik. So the guy, the schlepper in the shul, the guy was like the real, you know, the ultimate loser, you know, everybody keeps away from him. Comes over and he wants to stick his hand into the guy's tabik. It's Yom Kippur. The guy gets angry at him. He yells at him. You get out of here. Who do you think you are? So this poor man musters up the courage. And he says, I just saw you stavening. And you just finished saying, I am earth. I am nothing. I'm a nobody. I'm nothing. I'm a keli full of shame, full of shanda, full of everything. So you're, no, you're a nobody and yell at me? He says, to the Amish that I'm a nobody. To you? <laughs> so that's the problem. It's, it's, it's a relative nothingness. So there's, and there's, that's why there's two types of humble people. There's a hum, some person who's humbled, but they're humbled because they're thinking about the Abishter or they're, they're inspired to humility by comparing themselves to other things that are greater. And then there is someone who's be'etzem, totally not. Like a poor man who's crushed and never has any, someone who always sees himself like... I'm saying that's a shuffle be'etzem. Yeah, no, I'm saying there are, two, there are people that are humble, but they're humble because of other people's achievements, other things. Then there are people who just, them, they're crushed. They don't have, ever have a sense of 
importance to like, they'll always like shy in the back, never. That's an etz atzmias digger. Their gather of who they are is that they're bottle and they're, and they're shuffle in their own eyes. So he says, Kesser says it's bottle. Why? It says Kesser, even though it's so bright, in front of the cause of all causes, it's black. Shazau Shem is bottle. He becomes bottle. Like a chassid comes before the Rebbe, he becomes bottle in front of the Rebbe. Kadam ha'ilas ha'ilas. U'memela. Ha'bitl bezeh. Hu'pchenes ispashtas levad. It's not an essential bitl. It's only a ispashtas diga bitl. Ha'gam de bitl de'ehed ha'tfisus mokim. Now even though we're talking about a very strong bitl, he doesn't have any space for himself. Hu'gam came be'etzam ha'mohus. He feels totally like a person in front of a very big tzaddik. You feel utterly like who? You don't even, uh, you don't even, you, you feel so nothing. It's not, it's completely bad. Like a small person to a big person. Even though it becomes bottle in his essence. It's only when he's close to him. When he goes away and he goes to his own town, he becomes a ganze deyazager. He becomes a whole it's not that he's be'etz and bottle. The bittle, the header, markum be'klolus, who bittle is pashtus. It's a bittle, but it's a bittle of your his pashtus. It's not your bittle of your essence. Omnam a bittle, the chachma, the bittle of chachma, who mohus ha bittle. It's the very essence of bittle. V'yesh loimar, the kamoi b'chenes pnimi es ha keser, just like the innermost of keser. B'chenes lo yada ha'inu she'enoi b'chenes mohus yedua ba'atzmoi. The deepest, highest level of Kesar is called Lo Yada. means it doesn't even know itself. It's not like it just doesn't have any knowledge of itself, meaning it's totally bottle. This Indian of the essence of Kesar that's essentially nothing was transported into a being who lives amongst the other in Etzalim. But what is his Metzias? Is a Metzias of Bittl. It's like a Jew who's transported into this world to be a Metzius, but what's his Metzius? He's a Metzius of Bittl, not a Metzius of, of, of Yash. It's a whole different Metzius. It's an essence of Bittl, not, not a, not a, well, the Fizi Yash based on this we can explain. And here he, he, he explains something very deep in Tanya. The Masha Kosta B'Sifr Shalbanin in Perak Laman Hay. It says in, 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 in Tanya, chapter 35, Ba'ago, Hu Levadehu that God Himself is, and there's none but Him. The Madrega of Chachma is, the way I always understood it is, the Madrega of Chachma is that it perceives how God is, and there's nothing but God. And that's why Chachma has no Metzias. Because the whole Metzias, the whole experience of Chachma is that He alone is, it, it perceives the, what's its Metzias? It perceives the MS that Hu That's how I, I always understood it. Chachma is the mere keli to perceive the truth is that God is and there's none but Him. That means what's its, its entire identity is that there's none but Him. Oh, but I always understood it and the way everybody understands it. It's, it's a keli to receive this Indian. But the fact that it's a keli, it's, it's a something. He says, no. It's not a keli to receive this knowledge. It is the knowledge itself. What is Chachma? The knowledge itself that who not the reaction to that knowledge. The knowledge itself that who that's the whole Matthias of Chachma. He is so it's Hainusha Chachma Hua Deya Halyoina. It is the Deya. 
Not the reaction. Okay, since the Abish is, I'm going to be bottle. It's not that the bitl that comes through the knowledge of the higher knowledge. itself. It's the etzem essential yidia that there's none but him. And, and, that's, and that's what it is. It's a mohus of bitl. It's an absolute bitl. And since Chachm is Atzmi, Vahabitalu Atzmi, and its Bittal is Atzmi, Al Kain Pchenasa ain't Soif Amislabish Bechachma. For that reason, the ain't Soif that encloses itself in Chachma, who Pchenas Atzmus ain't Soif. That's why Chachma doesn't receive the Hispashtus of the ain't Soif, it receives the essence of the ain't Soif itself. The Dover Shuhu Atzmi, someone that's an Atzmi, Hareyo Makabel Pchenas Atzmi, receives the essence. The Alter Rebbe, for example, was received the essence of the Maggid, not the hispashtas of the Maggid, the essence of the Maggid, because the Alter Rebbe is an Atzmi. Everything that's an Atzmi receives the essence of everything. The Makabal she'enay Atzmi, a Makabal that himself is not an Atzmi, Makabal is also only receiving always the hispashtas of something, the excitement of something, the ha'ara of something, but not its essence. Avodover atzmi, but in essence, mekabel pchenas etzem receives the etzem umis atzim boy, and it becomes unified with him. Ukemoi bashpa atzmius, for example, like in a husband and a wife, um, it says that a teacher can be mashpia two hashpas. One hashpa, a teacher is mashpia. Sorry, there's two hashpas that a person can be mashpia. One and both of them are the hashpa of his moichen. One of them is the hashpa of seichel. A teacher teaches a class, seichel. That's from the brain. There's another hashpa, a father creating a child. So he's being mashpia, the essence of his brain. What's the difference? When you mashpia information, you're not mashpia etzem. You're mashpia ideas, spashtas. But when you're creating a child, you're giving the, your child is having your brain. He's having your essence. Your etzem hamoyach is going to your child, uh, but to who can you be? To who can you be mashpia your etzem? To students, he can't, because the students are not you. Only someone who is pchelik of your etzem. Etzem can receive etzem. Who's that? That's your wife. A husband and a wife are, are one etzem. It says that's why when the Ebrister created Adam and Chava, he created them as one entity. And we also know spiritually every husband and wife are really one. Hakabalahu atzmius, then the Kabbalah's essence, Mashenka Bashpas Asechel, which is not essence. That's the reason of Chachma, which is essence. That's why the ain't soif that's draw, who pchenas atzmus ain't soif. And the Nishmas Yisrael, and the Shamas of Yidin, hem kalem, lupchenas achachma, the ain't soif shebachachma. And they can really receive the essence of the Abishter inside of them. The neshamas and gam came pchenas atzmi, because neshamas are also of the essence. K'moshe kasev bonim atam, a child is your essence. L'shem alekech, v'rei abenu atzmi shalav is the essence of the father. Loirak is pashtus memenu, not an expansion of the father. K'moshe neshamas and pchenas atzmis. Al kenem kelim lepchenas achachma. They're kelim to chachma, not just to bina. Bina is only as pashtus descriptions. Upchenas atzmis ain't soif shebachachma, and the essence of the ain't soif that's in chachma. V'zeo the nishmas Yisrael and b'pchenas bitul atzmi, 
That's why neshamas have the capacity of essential bittel, not not just inspirational bittel, in essential bittel. Like it says, you are small, from all the nations, you are ma'at, your essence is ma'at. You make yourself small. They have an essential bitl to the Ebishter. That's why an Ashama can see the substance of God. The Indian Hasaga, the Nishama, this then an Ashama has Hasaga, which what's Hasaga? Hasaga is describing, grasping, and every, every grasping is, is by grasping through descriptions. So even though a neshama has hasaga, the whole avoid of moichen and learning, that's not for your neshama itself. That's for the neshama to explain it to your nefesh Bahamas. The nefesh Bahamas needs descriptions because it's not an atzmi. But the neshama has ria, it sees the essence, because it is essence, it sees the essence. The ingen hasaga, the neshama, would act like by nefesh Bahamas, is only to affect the animal soul. In order to show it to the Nefesh of Bahamas. That's Dafka through Asaga. The main thing of the Neshama is that the Abishter the, the becomes very real, is real by the Neshama. It's MS, it's his Amtus, it's absolutely MS by you. And seeing the substance of the divine. That's why in the end we will see with our eyes. And that's why also the, the, the love that comes as a result of that. Also comes from the Ein Saif of Chachma. The main godliness of the Neshama is its ability to have Ruusa Daliba. A love to the Abishta that's believable. Not by creations. The Gam Malachim, even Malachim, Ha'avashalahem, their love, who be Madregis Bachal Lavavcha Bachal Nafshacha. Of all your heart and all your soul, the Avadah Bachal Ma'oitcha, which means believable, who be Nishamas Lavad is only by Nishamas. Well, the Chaina Malachim Nikra Oimdim, that's where Malachim are called stationary beings. Their love is limited. And going to continue, okay. But he's saying in the next sif, which we're not going to learn this week, this is all when a neshama doesn't block, doesn't clog his heart. Every person has this be'etzah. This is going to be ish. This is not even adam. This is the ability to have that ish to be a heart. The heart is fire. To have the ish, to be able to receive this light. But if you clog the heart with stuff, then the person stops functioning and he doesn't sense this higher truth. And then he lives in Yeshus and not in Bittl. And then he can't trip. That's called Enosh. So you need a void of Gever to take you out of Enosh and make you into an Ish. But even when you already do redeem your heart and you are experiencing this Havaya and, and, and you're a Kaili to this, you're still an Ish, you're not Stiat Moich and the Godless. And you still have to, you can still go bold. To be an Adam is still a lot of work after that. 
Basically, anybody thinks that they're going to be bored, not going to have what to do in terms of Avaida, they should know that there's still a lot to, a lot to work on. A lot to work on. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. This last piece of Atzmi and stuff needs much more depth of understanding. It's, it's the etzem of the oyer being transported into, into it's the etzem no it's the etzem of oyer it's not a aura a aura is the espashtus but it's oyer it's not more so it's like the the essential moor It's 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 the ma'or conveying itself, conveying itself as it is, and that conveyance—that's the chachma. But it's not, it's not the etzem as the etzem is in the etzem. That's the ma'or. It's not even something like that. It's not an or. It's not an aspashtas. Yeah. Okay, you got your work cut out for you. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Have a good week.